every fucking time. It's always different. But we're back. We're back. We're back. We're guesting. And we have a hell of a guest. We've been having some pretty, we've been having some pretty lighthearted chats lately. People that are, you know, love their music and yeah. just in bands, but we're we're bringing you something hard hitting. We're, we're known to bring the hard hitting shit. Yeah, and we've got an absolute fucking treat for you tonight. This yeah. man has a hell of a story and um, something that you know I personally draw a lot of inspiration from. And I I I want to talk to you in a second as well. What when I finish my introduction about how I kind of heard from you from a couple of different places. But um, please, uh, a massive welcome to Ben. Stamatovich. Yes. Fuck yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. I actually, <laughs> no, um, appreciate it. Appreciate I actually it. had listened to your episode you did with uh, Callum from Youngbloods. Oh, okay. And literally like six minutes in, I said to him, I'm like, God damn. Like, it's just, yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to hearing what you've oh, got cool. to say about everything, man. And um, yeah, hopefully people can get some inspiration. Get something from out of it. Yeah, that's the yeah, whole, yeah. The whole before, idea. Right? Before the Callum episode, which is interesting, is that we had someone on the podcast by the name of Blaze Williams. Mm-hmm. And that's who actually told me about you. So oh, wow. that's so we finished the episode and she had a great time and obviously has a very fucking crazy yes. you know, story yeah, herself. Absolutely. Um, and she, as soon as we finished, she was like, i got someone you've got to get on the pod. So that's where the Facebook wow. ad that I randomly threw you fucking two years ago okay, before, comes from. Yeah. It was because she was like, you got to hit this guy up. And, you know, wow. obviously it's taken us this long to make it happen, but we but got there here. in the end. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. But then I yeah. added, and so the funny thing is, is I'd already kind of, uh, you know, made contact with Callum um, because, you know, again, the pod that he does is amazing. Yeah, he and is. I love he's a work. good fella too. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, I'd sort of had him on. So I added you. And then I had him on Facebook through talking about pods and, and doing an episode one day. Mm. And then your episode with him pops up. And I was like, it was just weird. Yeah, you know, the right, world's wow. colliding. Yeah. Um, and uh, meant yeah. to be. That's and it, just, yeah. dude, what a fucking incredible podcast that is. Yeah, like, yeah. That um, was, that was um, and that was my first. I was, yeah, bold nervous. As I am today, I'm nervous with all this sort of stuff. But um, it was, it makes it easy when you've got good fellas sitting opposite you. And Callum's one of them. And you yeah. two guys are one of them too. So yeah, it makes it easy to express what's going on and, it was so good yeah. how we had Callum on this podcast as well because he's like, I want to, I want to go on a pod oh, where cool. I can. Because yeah. obviously, you know, the thing with his pod, it, it, you know, there's not a lot of laughter and no. banter yeah, on that yeah. podcast. No. You know what I mean? We try and bridge the gap a little bit and have, yeah. have yeah, it yeah. cover all bases. Yep. Um, but you know, he he really has kind of um, you know built a brand around this Absolutely. is going to be a hard hitting conversation. So when we kind of connected, he's like, I want to come and have some fucking oh, laugh yeah. and have some yeah. beers. So, Unleash um, a bit. Eh? Yeah, it was great yeah. to have him on. I mean, we ended up having a very serious conversation yeah. talking about everything Youngblood. But uh, it's just, I think the thing is, is it's just so important that these people exist. Oh, we've got a podcast uh, with a group. We fuck, we shout these guys out all the time, but I will continue to do it. But we got a pod on Wednesday night um, with a group called The Next Step Australia. Have you heard okay, of them no, at all? I haven't, no. So they run, a, they run an Instagram page and basically one of the guys behind the page is a psychologist. Okay. And it's basically like you can message the page and you'll get psychological help. Oh, wow. So you don't have to go and so go genuine. to the doctors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. So like obviously most of their job is then referring them on to get yeah, proper, yeah. but it's like, how easy when someone's having a, a, a dark time yeah. to go, I'm going to message this page and get help that's, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like professional, professional yeah. in that moment when you yeah. need it. Yeah. Because it's not and always. you're not talking to just a, you know, just some, yeah. you know, someone behind the screen. Like, yeah. You know, you're talking to someone professional, which means a lot when you, I mean, myself, I've, um, you know, tried this lifeline and, you know, you know, a few years ago and whatever and it's like, Oh yeah, we'll get back to you or whatever. You know, it's two weeks, and mm. well, you go to the doctors and try and seek some help or whatever. And you know, oh, you got to look up a psychologist, and you know, it's a three or four month wait to get in there. It's like, yeah. no, it's three or four months can be too late oh, yeah. for a lot of people. Like yeah. you, you know, well, even the night, like with these guys, you know, those those moments of darkness, the 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 you know the 
the 50-50s of like, you know, attempts and, and stuff that we'll even get into with you. But yep. that's two, 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning sometimes. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's it's not, not, three weeks that's later, not yeah, how right. I'm going to go. Yeah. Sure, that, yeah. So it's like the, I think what's amazing about what they're doing is like trying to find a way to bridge that gap between like um, how do you get the help in that fucking moment of crisis yeah. as opposed to four yep. months later? Absolutely. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we've got them coming on again for a second oh, cool. time on, on I'll, Wednesday um, Yeah, night. I'll look them up yeah. straight away after so this. So good. And, and, again, you know, you always uh, love uh, trying to give back to people doing that kind of thing. Yeah, Check absolutely. them out, man, because they've just, uh, like, made themselves an actual business. So they okay. were just a page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they've gone and registered themselves oh, and they're good, trying shit. to actually, you know, yeah. build their brand. And uh, so I thought you would no, you would I, like them. Absolutely. I will. I'll look them up for sure. That's, um, yeah, that's a touching, so touching the, page. The point of that is that like, so they're a bunch of blokes and yep. then you've got two blokes here and we're having this conversation. We've got you doing your amazing work with the drone way. We've got Callum. I think what's so important is that, you know, the, the, when we've got this stigma, which I hate the word, but we're really seeing a, a movement that's starting to evolve where yeah. there are a lot of blokes in different age Absolutely. groups and whatever that are starting to, to make a massive shift in the ability to have this conversation. 100%. And, but, you know, if one thing social media has done is, is brought that out, as yeah. it, I, I feel like. I mean, it's allowed – it's taken a few people to get out for, so and not get – feel like – and as long as you can feel like you can come out and not get bagged, I mean, you're going to get – like we are talking about before, there's going to be haters no matter what yeah, you say. Yeah, and yeah. But you put that aside and sometimes it's just good just to express – you, you know, you get the relief just out of expressing yourself sometimes and, yeah. and knowing that someone's listening and, well, and, or, and helping someone else to be able to do the same thing. Yeah. That's, exactly. the, that's the, you know, the goal out of it all is just, it's just to keep passing on, like pass the part. Like, you know, just yeah. keep, like, everyone's going to open a present, hopefully. Well, yeah. and we say that, I mean, with this pod as well, like it's been so, we didn't even know that how helpful it was going to be for our own mental health to have these kinds of conversations. Like yeah, we, yeah. I was always about how, you know, I wanted to have these conversations because they were important. But I didn't also realise it was going to positively help me, yeah, cool. let, let alone, you know, then we get the messages from people mm. being like, yeah. fuck, that episode was amazing. It really helped me. So um, win, win. I want to yeah, yeah. take you back, obviously, for, for people who haven't, <clears throat> I guess, heard your story. And I think that it's so important to kind of get a little bit more depth to um, the person and so that we can really hit home about where you are today and the great work that you're doing. So, um, you know, in the, the start of the Callum episode, you talk about two really big things in the beginning of your life. You talk about um, obviously a pretty big uh, bit of information that gets laid on you about your actual family. Mm. And then that sort of then starts to stem into your uh, time in, in dealing with homelessness. If you want to kind of um, talk us through that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So I knew I was, um, I knew my stepfather wasn't my real stepfather growing up from the age of two to but I just knew he wasn't because I just called him by his first name. It wasn't even, you know, hidden or anything. It was, it was open. And, um, and my mum was my mum. So I thought that all the way through. And, um, and it's, only, it's only really I mean, since in the last couple of, you know what, since social media, since I've been on the drone way that I've really thought about the past a bit more. Mm -hmm. Because I always used to think, you know, from the age of 10 I started doing sneaky shit. Mm -hmm. Stealing push bikes from school, you know, blah, you know, just sneaky give me 50 cents to go get the Sunday mail, I'd scoop it off someone's front lawn and go buy Snickers and shit. Like, you, yeah. know, but shit, you know, I mean, I don't know if all 10-year-olds do that, but yeah. Yeah. with what happened later on in life, I think, oh, that's probably not happened. But at all, there were some things that the stepfather was doing to me that wasn't right as well, and I've sort of put them together and yeah. thought, yeah, maybe that's the thing. But anyway, so when I was 13 years old, the uh, police come around for – I stole some bikes again, and the police come around and wanted to see me down the police station and uh, – the my mum come in, I was in the shower and said, did you, did you steal the bikes? I said, no, 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 just denial, denial, denial. Yeah. And she knew I did and 
Every, you know, it's pretty obvious I did. And um, so she come, I'll get out of the shower, she come down, sit down, I've got something to tell you. I was like, okay, you know, what's going to go on here? And um, she just flat out said, I'm not your real mum. Far out, okay. And I instantly just yeah. fucking broke down. I look similar. And that's, what, that's one thing I remember because it's all a bit blurry about what my reaction was to it. But one thing I do remember saying was we look the same. She goes, I'm not your real mum. And then she explained how I wasn't the real mum. Like my mum left me with my real dad. We then met her and then my real dad took off, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and to this day I still don't know the actual truth of how my surname and, you know, like I don't know yeah. how I got Stamatovich when my real dad's name's Holcroft and my stepfather's name's Bartol. And so I don't really know all that. I know. My name is Paul Benjamin Brian Michael George Stamatovich. That's on my birth certificate. Really? Shit. So okay. I don't think my mum really knew. She just started throwing names yeah. and like, one of them's his dad. And, um, <laughs> wow. Wow. And um, so, yeah, she told me that. So that was that. Oh, I fucking lost. I was in bed crying and like just, and just couldn't believe it. And, and I don't know how long it was until after that. I mean, I was sneaking out from the age of 11, 12, Sneaking out anyway, so so sneaking out wasn't an issue, or, or thinking I could live out there in the big world wasn't an issue for me. I thought, oh, I got it, you know. I was fucking snuck out on a Friday night. I, I you know, no, always. I think I could do that for my whole life. Like, yeah. and um, so it wasn't long before I started a feeling in the way of them and me getting in trouble and thinking what am I, you know, and all this and. The stepfather saying a few things to me that wasn't right, as in like mm. your mum's going to leave if you don't, you know, like just yeah. probably shit you shouldn't say. And so kind of just playing games, and shit. just playing games. Oh, and I fine. wondered, I wondered from when I was listening um, to the young blood thing, you mentioned something after you explained that about how like now that you look back, you you maybe felt that disconnect with the the lady you thought was your mum. Do you think that's why she told you? Because she felt the disconnect and thought that maybe the honesty of it was better than yeah. you thinking that there was something wrong. You know what I mean? Like, Probably, yeah. Because as look, much as the honesty was like a, a knife. A yeah. knife. 100%. But maybe the long drawn out of her not feeling that connection with you. Yeah, definitely. Not and when's a good kid? time to tell someone that? Yeah. Never. Like, there's never a good time unless it's done from nappies or, when, you know, when it's done straight off the bat. Yeah. yeah. There's not a good time for it. I mean, and later on in life, I mean, it could get messy. So I don't know. I think you're right. I think that she thought that was the way. I don't think it was done in a vindictive way. Yeah, of course. She was just being honest. She was just saying, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm just going to tell you straight up. So I don't think it was done that sort of way. I think it was done in a way to, yeah, I don't know, maybe it's probably more of an adult way of looking at it, but maybe for me to respect a bit more, yeah, maybe. Yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Like to be like, well. Hey, you're doing this shit. You're stealing these bikes. Like I'm trying to take care yeah, of you, and I'm yeah, actually not yeah. even your fucking mum. And so. when you're yeah. like 11, 12, you know, you're not thinking this that. You know, what I mean? no, I'm yeah. only thinking that now. Like yeah, you know, sort yeah. of thing is maybe that's what the whole idea was. It like to teach me, like someone does something good for you, you got to give back a bit. Yeah, like, maybe. So how about make my life a little bit easier? Yeah, I'm trying to fucking give you. A and then I don't mean that in a mean way to her either. Course, I just, no, yeah. I just mean that that's you know that's what you sometimes happens. Well, so. she's already yeah, she's already in a situation where like I mean. You know, she could have just gone well, fucking out on the street oh, as soon as the 100%. as soon as the stepdad took off anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's. Yeah. A, I didn't take off. Stepdad didn't take off. Oh, so no real dad. Yeah, sorry, yeah, real, real dad. Yeah, yeah real that's dad right. Yeah. Yeah. And so when real dad took off, he she could have just gone. Well, this is my fucking problem. Yeah. So the fact that she's even had you for that amount of shows time, what sort of lady she is, yeah. and, and yeah. it does. And, and you and still have a, some connection to her now. Yeah, not. Uh, no. Yeah, not really. Okay. Okay. Not All really. Right. We've spoken. I've wrote out a big. Spill about the thank you and 
takes a special kind of person to do what you've done and, you know, rah, rah. And, um, and she's great. She's great. It's just more me, I think, just more me. And, well, she didn't handle me telling her about the stepfather, what he was doing to me too well. So, yeah. And I didn't want to push it. I didn't expect her to go, you know what, I'll piss him off now and let's reconnect. And I don't want, you know, they, they live their life now and they live yeah. 20, 30 years without me. So yeah, fair. I'm past that. And, um, and you know, I still call her mum. Even in conversations, I call her mum. She's my mum and that's how I look at it. And yeah. I can't even say his name. So yeah, yeah, yeah I just leave them to be who they are. And yeah, we haven't spoken for years now. Yeah, and okay. did you ever try to track down... Uh, original mum and yeah. try and find out at least just oh, what yeah. ended up happening. Definitely. So when I left home, I um at thirteen I left. I gave my birth certificate, so I must have been a little bit mature, eh? Even you know what I mean. Like without big, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to need that. Like so, because yeah. she showed me the birth certificate when I said no, I don't believe it. And um, so it wasn't until I was sixteen. I still got that same birth certificate. That went everywhere with me, folded up, yeah, creased, no sticky tape. It's laminated now. But they went everywhere on the streets, everywhere, dug wow. a hole, stashed it, come back three months later, found it. Like, you know, that's that's insane. It is insane. Wow. Yeah. And um, but when I was 16, I was on the on the piss and I thought, well, I'm gonna look up this Stamanovich. There can't be too many. There's no internet. Yeah. There can't be too many in the white pages. There was one, Stamanovich, and I was like, Okay, I'll give it a crack. And I rang up, and this fella answered. And I told him my sort of story. And he goes, first thing he said was, I'm not your dad. I said, man, I'm not ringing to see if you're my dad. I'm just ringing to see if you know Audrey. Hilda, can't, can't remember, Audrey Hilda King or something her name was. Yeah. He goes, in fact, I do, like, rah, rah. Okay. Give me your phone number. And uh, I was at a mate's place. So I did a lot of surf care, like, you know, apps, shitloads of it. Feel like i get in the way, then move on. But anyway, that's. Yeah. And um, so he rang me back within 20 minutes and said, oh, your mum's actually in Perth. This is where I was, that's where I grew up in Perth. Okay. And um, she's due back to fly back to Tasmania tomorrow. Here's a number, ring her. So. I was drunk, rang her, fucking hey. Can't remember the conversation. Not because I was that drunk, but just because. The adrenaline. Yeah, yeah you would have been like, fuck, yeah. I'm, I'm potentially talking to my mum here. Yeah. You know, after, a, after all this time. And she said, I'll come out and see you tomorrow. Come out and pick you up tomorrow and we'll go have lunch. I was like, okay, all right, cool. So me and my mate went down the beach, come back, anxiety through the roof because she was there. The car was there when we were walking up the road. There was a car there. We knew that it was going to be her. And, um, and she met me with a bottle of Jacks because it was my birthday. It was my 16th birthday wow. in, within, in about three days. How's that for timing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she gave me a bottle of Jacks for my birthday. Um, didn't really click. Okay. Didn't really click at all. She had two more kids. She sort of put it across that she's not going to tell her new partner about me. Oh. But she then followed up with, um, if you can make your way to Tasmania, that's where she was living. If you can make your way to Tasmania, we'll see what we can do, sort of thing. I was on the streets, like flights back then. Were, I don't know what they were, but I, you, you weren't. I wasn't yeah, thinking yeah. flights anyway. Yeah. And um, so, and that was it, really. So she delayed her flight and stayed an extra week. So I visited. I went down to where my auntie. It was my auntie, my mum's real mum's sister, and um, stayed there. And I stayed there for probably six months or so. Okay. And um, she went back to Tasmania, and I stayed there. And um, just slowly drifted apart. Like there's no Facebook or no, none of that sort of shit. And and then I was at the Arnie's and there was a few rules. Not rules. There wasn't rules, but there is rules when you go to someone else's house. Yeah. I well, just when done, you're 16. Well, 16. Yeah. I've just done three years of fucking no rules. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No one tells me what to do. Like I was just a smart ass. I was just like, no, I'm not fucking. Like, what, what do you mean do dishes after fucking? No, no, no. You know, like, you know, just simple shit that. 
You look back now and go, dickhead. Like, you yeah. Know, yes. you had a, yeah, that's right. I had yeah. an opportunity like, yeah. to better myself. Yeah, and um, yeah. it wasn't the only opportunity I've blown, don't worry. But um, it's, uh, yeah, so I went and did my own thing again and, and, then, and then caught up again when I was 26, 27. Okay. I actually went over to Tasmania and seen her. And um, I was there. I was meant to stay there four days. I was there two days. I went out with my brother and sister come back and she got rid of the dog and said it was all too hard and that just straight away just like you know what that's what you've fucking done to me mm. you know this is 20 fucking five seven years on and you're getting rid of a dog because it was too hard it's it just yes yeah, well, it's very triggering yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know and i had kids by then like when the second time i met i had, you know got two girls and 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 so it was just it was a bit close to the heart so i just did the old fake call and said oh i've got to go back to work i'm going now yeah, okay. And took off, and I haven't spoken to her since. And wow. that was yeah, okay. so it's fucking 23 years ago or something now. Right. Okay. And that's, it's so one you of don't know what she's doing now? Sorry. You know nah. what she's doing now? No. Nah. I yeah. drive through where she lives every – she lives back in Perth now. I yeah. know that just from stalking her Facebook page. But um, uh, I don't even know why I stalk her Facebook page. I don't know. Maybe it's just, just that innate, like, you know, it's your, your mother. You know, yeah. I understand why you would be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone's got that kind of – I know, but it's – yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I just every now and again have a look. And, yeah. See what's going on, and and um, yeah. But the first night I was in Tassie was sat down. We like had like this fucking movie night with them traveling around the world in airplanes and fucking all this shit. Yeah, and I just okay. sit back going, "Fuck yeah, good on you." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. Even then, I was starting to think, "How am I going to get out of this?" Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. it took the whole dog thing. I was just like, "That's it." Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, some people are just not. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Just like it's weird, you know. It's fucking. Odd, yeah. There might be a blood relative or whatever, but some people are just not. No. Your people, like, yeah. you know, it's so weird how that works. Still be a shit person, eh? Even yeah, if it's blood, like. yeah, that's yeah. right. Like, I mean, look, I'm a f- I haven't fucking spoken to one of my brothers right now for months, and we've been on and off for fucking years. And yeah. I watched it happen with my dad and his brothers and shit like that. It's just, you know, at the end of the day, it's not thicker than water. Like, you know, mm. I would consider you more of a fucking brother than than yeah. my own. Sometimes it's yeah. just, yeah. At the end of the day, mm. it, it doesn't. But it's hard though because it's like the world would, would make you think or teach you like, oh, but you've got to have like, oh, yeah. but they're your, I hate that thing. Of, yeah. Oh, but they're your family. 100%. It doesn't fucking matter. It's like not- my sister, like, so my real mum's daughter, um, who's not with my, it wasn't, my dad wasn't her dad. Yeah. So fucking, what's, what am I trying to say? Same mum, different dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, and she was like, when I was 25 going to Tassie and that, she was like, I want to learn off you, like, rah, 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 and I'm just sick. Fucking, I don't even tell I've got nothing to teach you. Mm. Like, seriously. And it wasn't at a point of there helping people or anything. I, I, I like to think I've been a good person all the way through, isn't a good heart. But I was just like, that's that blood thing. It doesn't mean because we're blood, we're going to get along. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just too far is done, too far. And it was probably a bit of jealousy involved from my behalf. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if they're showing you fucking trips to Disneyland and you're sitting there on the streets, yeah. so, you know, it's like, yeah. I know. And it's got nothing to do with it. She's a great person. She helps, to this day, she's a social worker, helps kids on the streets. Just don't click. Yeah. yeah, just don't click. And you can't force that shit. You can't yeah. force that and shit, and it ends up hurting you more to try. Yeah, to force something. Well, it becomes a chore, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And as soon like, as it becomes a chore, anything becomes a chore. It's fucking shit. So, so you obviously um, you find out that that bit of information about your mum, and and then as you said, you, you're sneaking out, and you're but you you obviously really have this sense of like not belonging yeah. in that house. Obviously, everything's happening with a stepdad as well. Mm. Um, so then you find yourself um, out on the street. How young are you when you're first spending your nights? Thirteen. 13 yeah, that, was insane, that blows my mind, man. And winter. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I could have waited a, a good fucking time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Snowflakes coming down. He's like, oh, yeah. he's a pillow. Like, yeah. Because you're from Perth originally, yeah. right? so you don't move to Adelaide. You come down to Adelaide in your late teens or something. Yeah, right? yeah. I was twenty, yeah, twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. So you're over in Perth, and you're on the you're on the streets, and you're thirteen, and you end up doing this for for like. So is it kind of like a? If I remember correctly, it's like a cycle of like you'll spend a fair chunk out yep. of there, end up getting caught. With something with the police, yep. they got no no, no fixed choice address. but to take you back to the yep. house. That's yeah. how it was, yeah. And they would just drop me back, and I'd stay there a month, two months, three months, or whatever. And um, the stepdad didn't try anything more after a certain age. I think when he knew that, I knew that it wasn't right. Yeah, sort of thing. Like you know, once after thirteen, I don't think he memory. I don't think he tried anything. It was between the ages of ten and thirteen. He was doing some stupid shit. Yeah, okay. and um, and um, yeah. So I'd go back for a couple of months. And again, feeling the way. Or just again, once once I had the taste of freedom, yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm just not fucking again. Dishes again. Like this is just no. Nah. I, I was a little bit. I was a bit of a shithead. But yeah. Um, yeah. but also when you've got someone who's fucking, you know, that would obviously make you feel genuinely fucking like sick and discomfort to be I around. I feed him. I feed him. As that as well. Like why would you want to be there? Mm. Well, like yeah. again, I I can imagine, and again from how much we've sort of talked with people about this stuff. Being out in the streets would seem less scary and uh, less confronting 100%. than being. I didn't fear any. You know, I feared being alone, being cold, and you know that it's probably usual shit being out in the streets. Mm. But yeah, um, I actually feared the bloke when he was in the you know same house or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, and it wasn't you know I didn't get random beltings or anything. I deserved a good flogging every now and again, but not some of the ones I got. Like yeah. there was a bit yeah. extreme, some of them, and some of them I thought he actually got off on it. Yeah, sexually. Well, you probably did. I really That's do think that thing. because otherwise, because you, you wouldn't do that to your kids. No, hundred percent not. No, so it's they like, got a whack on the ass when they were younger, but I mean that's yeah. they weren't getting beaten. Like, yeah, no. exactly, not a yeah. chance. Not yeah. even, not even close. You just don't do that yeah, sort of exactly. shit. And one thing, I'll, the reason why I think it come out, I don't even know if he got off on it or whatever. Is that I used to resist, like you know, the old fishing rod, like fucking whack, 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 and resist, resist, resist. And one time I was just like, okay, fuck it. Like, we always won the pants down, like, you know, fucking ass cheek showing. I was like, all right, fuck it, did it, put the pants down, ran over, and he didn't do it. Mm. He's like, nah. See that? And I sit back and think that, and I think that regularly, and I, and I do, and I think that's fucking something not right up yeah. there. And psychologically. And so, yeah, not, this isn't an excuse for him whatsoever, but I guarantee you that that is a fucking cycle of behaviour that, conti- that oh, you know, that, sure. that happened to him because that's, him, yeah. that's the story. That's always yeah. the fucking case. You don't learn that. No. Like I, I don't believe that most people don't just all of a sudden have that as a fucking No, thing. no, no, of course it, not. Know, it's something that you fucking it's learn. It's DNA. It's a cycle hmm. of, you know, yeah, whether it is directly or it's fucking generational yeah. that's yeah. fucked up in there. Yeah. And the, the fact that that story just exists by the fucking thousand is so I know, that's exactly unnerving, right. man. Yeah. You know, we've had... How many people have we had even on this fucking yeah. podcast that have like, you know, this stepdad, whatever. Yep. Um, oh, it's just fucking crazy. It is, man, it yeah. is. And, it, you know, again, it, you've already got the other shit going on, you know, with, with uh, your mum's fucking gone and all of the lineage of with your family. Then you're mm. going to deal with this fucking shit on mm. top of it as well. Mm. Like, I know. You know it's pretty full could, on. Yeah. And, for, and it, when my kids got to 13, I looked at them and was like, I was that age, like they look like babies, and I must have looked like a baby yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. are at thirteen, you know, you are. But it's um, again, like I didn't fear being out there. I feared being home more. Yeah. And um, 
and feared going back for what's going to happen when I go back. That was the biggest fear as well, like mm. being out in the streets for six months, eight months, and then getting picked up by the cops and going back. I was like, oh, fuck, here we yeah. go. And you would have started to get pretty good at living, like as, as much as you can. You would have started to pick up little bits and pieces. You knew 100%. which clotheslines to hit. You knew 100%. which, you know, where to yeah. get little bits and pieces. Where to sleep. You know? I mean, there wasn't too many times, like, I wasn't one like when you walk around Adelaide and there's dudes sleeping like rough on the, you know, on the concrete. On the concrete, I, yeah. I hid it as much, as much yeah. as I could. Okay. Like, I didn't yeah. want anyone to know. I didn't want people to know or see. Even my mates, they didn't know. Like it was Interesting. Just, so you managed to even keep it from your mates? Yeah. I did for the first, oh, first good year or two. No, I was still did. playing cricket. Yeah. Like, I loved cricket so much. Yeah. And that's the one thing my stepdad got me into was cricket and loved it, absolutely loved it. So I was, one time I went home, ganked me whites. And I would rock up to the cricket, like, get before cricket, take me trackies off, have me whites underneath ready, go play cricket. Everyone fucking afterwards go back to their home. They think, they think, they think that I'm going back as well. Mm. I was going back to that bush, fucking whites off, keep the whites there. I knew we were playing cricket there the next week. Keep the whites under the bush in a plastic bag, put me trackies back on and go fucking live my life. Wild shit, man. So what eventually then made you go, all right, I'm going to leave Perth now? So obviously that was back and forth, you know, doing that. Yeah, well, we I had a couple of attempts to leave Perth. When I was um, 15, I tried. When I was 16, I did come over. We jumped on the back of a train, you know, the ones that carry the, the, yeah. the passenger trains and they got the cars at the back. So we jumped on and broke into a car and um, come over to Adelaide that way. And stayed six Which, months. That's fucking wild. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking wild. That's, that's some like yeah. movie fucking shit right yeah, there. Yeah. We were just sitting there the week before, eh, me and this fella. He was also homeless. And we're sitting there and the train goes past. And we thought, and we thought it's only going east. It's only going over wherever it's going. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not going anywhere else. And it went past really slow. And we're like, fuck, we could get on that. Yeah. Let's have a crack. And then that week we got a fucking many clothes as we could together. And we sat there and waited for it that week. It was a Tuesday night. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we ran up and chased up and got on it. First car that was there we got into and sat in there all the way how, to Perth. How long did it take to get across? Oh, you know, about three days. Wow. So, so what did you do for food? So, no, well, see, he had 100 bucks on him. So okay. when we – that, oh, no, that was the second trip we had $300. Hang on. So he had $100 on him. So we'd stop at Kalgoorlie. The train stopped at every 400 k's or something, right? Okay. So it just stopped. So we'd get off the car. Security would come around and – have a look at the cars, but they weren't thinking back then that people are breaking into cars. So yeah, they were just yeah. looking to see that everything's tied, tied down yeah, there. Yeah. So um, so we'd go get, and back then we're talking chips, minimum chips was 40 cents. Yeah. You know, so money yeah. went a lot further as oh, we were just yeah. talking about Good before. Good inflation, bro. Yeah, than, yeah. than what it did now. So food was, I never really, um, I went hungry, but I also used my, Deceptive ways as also in to go in and get sixty dollars, sixty cents worth of chips from a fish and chip shop, and there were so many fish and chip shops around Perth, obviously yeah, same as Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. And um, just give the oh well, my mum's just left me with my brother to look after the kids. I got no dinner. Blah blah blah. Yep, yep. No worries. Hand over sixty cents worth of chips. Yep. So yeah. you just learn to get food like very quickly. And back then, I don't know if they'd even do it now. Bakeries used to have like all the shit, all the pies and parsies and oh, that behind yeah. the back and the milk. So food wasn't really an issue, but. So, yeah, we'd stop a couple of times. We'd get up, and there's plenty of times we went hungry. On that train ride, there was like a day and a half of just fucking not eating, but you just don't eat. You don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, you just fuck whatever. You and the adrenaline right. the whole time you've been going, I'm going to go fucking do this. We're going to Adelaide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. fucking going somewhere we don't know where we're going. We lasted yep. six months. Okay. And, um, and that was when I had my first. So when I left home 13 to 21, I didn't get into the drug cycle. At all, it was all about survival. 
So breaking into houses and it was to cook food in microwaves. It was to grab the easy cash. It wasn't yeah. about TVs and like wasn't about doing the hardcore shit to get fucking money for drugs. And yeah. come to Adelaide <clears throat> and the first introduction of drugs was heroin or cocaine mm. where we met up with these people. And I look back now and think, you fucking dirty bastard. Don't push that on the kids. Like, these are like 30-year-old dudes. Yeah. Like, you know? oh, okay. And um, I said, oh, I'll have the cocaine. Didn't even know anything about drugs, to be honest with you. And I was like, didn't know where I was going to be lying. But it was an injection. Okay. And I was like, okay, all right. My mate took the heroin. And I don't know where he is to this day. I don't know. But anyway, um, but I got a dirty hit. I don't know if you know what a dirty hit is, but it's I, I've heard it's like a bit of dust particle or something on the oh, on true. the needle. Okay. So it goes in. And I was bedridden for about six hours in the fetal position, like throwing up, like rah, wow. rah. So that was my introduction to drugs. And I was like, fuck that. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Fucking, yeah So I'm yeah. glad that happened at that age yeah. then. And um and it wasn't until later on that I had another crack. But um so then I got up. Yeah, I didn't want anything to do with that. So I went back to the. He stayed there. He wanted to stay there. So he like he liked the heroin. Yeah. Which 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 is unfortunate, obviously for obvious reasons. So I don't know what happened to him. But I went back to social services, Centrelink, whatever it's called, and said, "Can I get a bus ticket home? Homeless, blah blah blah." They said, "As long as you go back to your like, what's your real mum's like? What's your parents' numbers?" Blah blah. So they rang them and said, "Yep, you can go back as long as you go back to them." I got off at the train station in Perth and see you later. Went yeah, and did my okay. own thing again. So so yeah, that was um. So it wasn't until, yeah, 2021, 20, I was sitting with a, a good mate of mine who's passed away from heroin overdose now. This is a totally different fella. Okay. And um, we were just sitting around on the piss. as we dr- I drank a lot through 13 to, yeah. Oh, you know, I don't drink as much now, but when I do, I go hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and uh, yeah, we we're just sitting around the piss and said, let's go to Adelaide. And I was like, yeah, I've been there. Like, fuck, yeah, nowhere to go, rah, rah. Like, you know, places to help out with food and whatever, whatever. Any reason why Adelaide was, or is it just because it's the next thing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. When we were 16, going over, we heard that Adelaide was the capital of crime. Easy yeah. to do crime, I mean. That's what I heard. The police yeah. are a lot lenient. That's just rumour bullshit on the yeah, streets, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. cops are cops. They're going to fucking mm-hmm. sort you out no matter what you do. So, um, so that was it. Adelaide was closest. And um, and we're like, fuck it, yeah, let's go to Adelaide. Let's travel Australia and um, get jobs and travel Australia. Rah, rah. So we come to Adelaide and um, we left with 350 bucks. We left Adelaide, uh, Perth. And again, we got on the train, but legally this time, and put our homeless, put our fucking dog checks together, bought a ticket. It was like 60 bucks each to come to Adelaide or something. It was like yeah. crazy. So, And the train broke down in Kalgoorlie. Oh. So we spent about 180 bucks on piss in Kalgoorlie. We ended up getting to Adelaide with about 50 bucks. Out of 300? Like, yeah, and we're wow. like, fuck, this hasn't really worked out yeah. too well. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we uh, didn't know what to do. And Islington, don't only work out now. It's a little bit out of the city. It's not real central where yep. Perth's is right central. So we didn't know where we were walking and whatever. So it was like, fuck it, let's just get in a cab. Take us to the nearest pub. That was the solution. Yeah. And um, it wasn't until years later that I worked out. He fucking absolutely ripped us, took us around to Hutt Street oh. from Islington where he could have just wow, taken us to it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. You know what? It's a blessing because it worked out really well. We're sitting there and this dude's there. He's having a few beers. He's a bit pissed. He goes, what are you boys doing? So I told him, like roughly. He goes, oh, do you just want a job? I was like, fuck yeah, we want a job. He just goes, like that? Just like that. Yeah, right. And... Um, it was on the when the Grand Prix was here. It was the last year of the Grand Prix. Okay. So when was that? Ninety three. Yeah, yeah. I reckon yeah, it was. 90, just after I was born. Yeah. And um, 
So we got a job on the back of the garbage trucks. Okay. We worked five days. We cleared like fucking fourteen hundred bucks. It was like, wow, yeah, this is good. Yeah. It was a really good company, like this company anyway. And then he goes, where he's living? We're this is it, man. This is it. We've got 30 bucks after our taxi ride, a few beers. This is 30 bucks. I've got a spare bedroom. I'm like, bullshit. He goes, I work away. He's an electrician. Mm-hmm. He goes, I work away and won't be home. Like, I'm away three weeks, home one week. Right, right. Do you want to stay there? I'm like, fuck yeah. A generosity of a complete yeah, random man. Absolutely. Is Which is really, there's shit like that that's um, inspired me to do, yeah. to give back. Gives yeah. you faith in humanity. It bro. does. And it yeah. does. And just fucking total stranger. Like, you yeah. know, like even yeah. to, you know, I don't want to sidetrack from that and be about me or whatever, but even go and pay for someone's shopping. I won't film it. You know, I yeah, mean, I won't course. fucking film it. I'm not in it for the fucking, oh, yeah. The glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's feeling, about yeah. the surprise the person gets when, yeah. A, I don't let them know I'm doing it. It's done and I'll walk off. I'll give it to the cashier or whatever and say fucking, you know, pay for this person's groceries. If they look like they're doing it a bit hard or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Or even to, even now what I'm starting to do to, maybe spread the word more is it's not so much look for people in need, but for people that are doing all right because with the hope that they're going to pass it on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it becomes like a bit of a cycle. What's, what's, yeah. that, what's that called again? Pay, Pay it forward. forward. Yeah. Okay. Pay yeah. Forward, so yeah. that's, yeah. So I, I'm all about helping people in need. But anyway, getting back to that um, fella. So, yeah, we went and stayed there for a while and um, he met a girl, I met a girl, and, um, and then he, he – Fortunately, the girl he met was into heroin and he got into heroin and yeah, okay. within two years he was dead. Wow. wow. So, the, so, the, so that was a long time ago that he passed away. Yeah, well. yeah. He passed away in uh, 01. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So he um, – and again, that, well, I wasn't on social media or anything. So he went back to Perth and carried on the drug habit in Perth and then me and my partner who I'm with now, we went over to Perth to go visit him and I went to his mum's house who was absolutely ripping to me, like helped me. Like, you know, I'd stay there, you know, every third weekend, second weekend, again, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to intrude. And she's like, don't you know? I was like, no, what? He just passed away. Like, yeah, oh, so you didn't even I know. I didn't even know. Oh, I guess because like, you wouldn't have had like the uh, connection like you do now. No, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. There was, I wasn't on Facebook. I don't even know if Facebook was, I don't even know how long it's been around. 2001, yeah. I don't even think it was I don't it was think really. it would have been 2001. No, no, no way, uh, yeah, 08 was when it kind of Okay. Well, oh, yeah. was it really? So, yeah, it's a yeah, fucking wow. while after that. Yeah, so yeah. there was no, yeah, I didn't know. He'd been passed away for three months or something. Right. I was like, fucking hell. So I went and visited him up in the thing and shed a tear. Like, we were close. Like, we were, you know, schoolmates yeah. went through, you know, and, um, yeah, sat down there and said, fuck, we should have stuck together, bro. Yeah. 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 So to see me deteriorate to that. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so. so you're you're here in Adelaide. You're living with that bloke now. I think one of the cool stories was obviously you've uh, – what was the cricket club? Was it Gazer? Yeah, yeah. Walk past the Gazer cricket club. You've gone, you know what, I'm going to fucking go in here and yeah. show him a bit of the skill. That's right. <laughs> um, which, I mean, it's cool you mentioned through um, – in that interview as well about like how much that cricket has kind of like played like an integral part in Massive. a lot of your ability to keep yourself moving forward. Absolutely. Um, so, and you know, the only thing that, st- as I said, getting older was the only thing that stopped you. But, yeah. um, you know, I guess if there's one good thing to come from the stepdad, obviously it was cricket. It was. And, and, and I take, and I, and yeah, hundred percent. That's what it was. There was one thing and community sport is so important. Oh, Massive. My mates now are all from playing cricket. Yeah, yep. like they're not schoolmates, or obviously because you know I'm different yep. states or whatever, whatever. I don't even really talk to anyone at all. I don't talk to anybody I went to school with, to be honest. And um, so it's so important, and and it gives you confidence. And I was a you know all right bowler, and um, so I had the confidence of going. You know what? I need to go in and fucking let a few go. And I hadn't played, so I played 
on and off throughout being homelessness. Like when I'd go home for three or four months, if it happened to be in summer, I'd play every fucking week for that yeah, three cool. or four months. And then I'd go away. I won't play for two years. Then come back again, play every fucking game. Right. And yeah. um, Consistency that you lack, basically. And that's the yeah. important years for anything. Like, yeah. you know, if you're going to be any, any like good at something. So, but I knew I could let a ball go. I knew I could bat a bit. So, yeah, I went into Gazer and let a few go and I bowled about six balls and they come up and said, who are you playing for? I said, no, no one's just coming in to roll the arm over. Who you work for? No, don't go to a job. So they gave me a job, went and played for them. And it wasn't like you've got to play for us. It was just a kind gesture. Yeah, we'll get yeah, your job. Yeah, I was like, yeah. fuck, of course I'm going to play for you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, and that, you know, for confidence, that just boosts your whole confidence. Is that, and it gives you purpose when, yeah. you, you know, again, so and much. And feeling wanted. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know, like yeah. and feeling wanted is a yeah, good when feeling. you've lacked that for such like you know most of your childhood as well. That feeling, and then you you know you, you build your friendships from yeah. the players around you, and then you get that camaraderie of, yeah. of playing on the weekends. It just adds so much value, and it is what you said about community. I mean, we've talked about it so much on this podcast before. Uh, it's just incredibly important. so important, and it's dying. The yeah. cricket, yeah. you know, like the teams are struggling to fill teams up because kids are too busy on Xboxes and yeah. they can play a test match on the fucking Xbox. Why are they going to go stand out in 40 degree heat yeah. and play yeah. cricket? Like, yeah. Yeah. And it should be pushed more and it should yeah. be that community. I, yeah, I think there so should be more money put, put into sports oh, in general, man. 100% yeah. there yeah. should be. Exactly yeah. right, to um, entice people to go well, play. Because that's the thing yeah. that's the, as well. Like if, if kids knew that there was more money even to be made as they get into their late yeah. teens mm. or whatever, they would yeah. be more enticed by it. But it's like 100%. they can get more money being a fucking TikTok dancer. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what, exactly so right. what are you going to do? Go, yeah. Again, stand out in the field for 40 when you can fucking Zed snap in front of a camera and all of a sudden yeah, get a gift. Yeah, yeah. Especially with all the creepy cunts that want to fucking oh, see teenagers yeah. dancing on TikTok yeah. anyway, right? Think about how good it would be if, like, from are under sixes to under fifteens, let's say, you it was free. Mm. You didn't have to pay. You, yeah. just, you just rolled up. You play cricket. If you, and you continue it didn't put pressure it. on the parents, did it? That, that's yeah. what that does. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, that's the thing. How many kids that are like you know affected by everything that's fucked in this world that don't that are so naturally talented mm. that never get to actually go and, and, and find out how far they could have gone because, again, like, you know, the because of this. And this. The, yeah, exactly. And the boots yeah. of this and the water. And, it, and it, it fucking adds up, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've had my son playing soccer for the last three years and luckily it is actually pretty good. But, like, that's, you know, I can see how that would be hard for some families. Definitely. Yeah, it was hard for my parents when I wanted to play sport yeah. as well. Because you, you have know, three brothers. Like, Imagine if all three of your brothers wanted yeah. to play. Yeah. Then all yep. of a sudden a $400 membership for the year becomes a 1000 you got the boots, you got the... What's well, the thing? Dad's, on a, dad's on a disability yeah, pension. Yeah, that's exactly right. Dad's on a disability pension. Mum's his carer. Like, there's no yeah. income coming in. They, they, you know, every down to the last dollar is accounted for mm. in my house growing up. So... Um, you know, it, it, it should be something where money yeah. going into that to allow them just to play it for free. And then again, when you hit turn 16, well, then all of a sudden, you, when you start playing adults or whatever as well, you can start you making start money. Making money. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's got to be incentive there. That's, I mean, and now, you know what? 11 kids rock up to cricket and they all get a participation. participation Participation, what the fuck the word is? Yeah. Participation, yeah. You said, you said the first time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, they all get an award for just rocking out. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I remember like trophy night was like, Wow, wicked. Yeah. Like, you know, we're going to get a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to yeah. get the trophy. Like, you know, you got the bowling trophy. You know, I mean, all that's been taken out of it. The competitive side. I mean, you've yeah. got to have that competitive spirit in sport. And I think it's just, yeah, it's lacking. And it really 100%. needs to, really need, they really need to have a look at that. But. Well, you look at, you look at um, places like England and Spain and stuff like that. And their junior, like, systems for, for soccer is just wild, bro. 
Like they've got literally like full schools and like, you know, pathways that you can go and play yeah. the EPL and play the Spanish league. And yeah. they're picking up kids that are age 13, 14 yeah. uh, that are getting paid a million dollars a year, man. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, yeah. it's nuts, bro. There's like just none of that shit. There's yeah, no even AFL, man. Yeah, even, yeah, right. even grassroots yeah. AFL. The scholarships and shit in America with all their sports. Yeah. And, you know, like it's just starting to have anything. Yeah. And that's the thing as well. Like, you know, it is a lot of the... The kids need the extra support as well. Through again, you know, so many of my mates that just wanted to play footy or whatever, but didn't get that support at all. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, went out and did port districts or whatever, but then again, the school falls by the way. So there's no like, because mm. there's no joining of the two. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, there definitely needs to be some more there. But um, it should nearly be it should nearly be a thing at school. I know if yeah. there is PE or whatever, whatever. But there should yeah. be nearly be a class. I yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Me at school book. Good was fucking three pi times two. So yeah, yeah. Nothing. Not zero. I, I lost it. Like, that's why I was gone by the 13. Yeah. It was actually of like, fuck, I've got cricket next class. Mm. You'd stay there. Probably Even if it's just the cricket, man. Don't know if I would, but I mean, it would give you yeah. that, you know, like, oh, something we could, to something to look forward, forward to. Yeah. That's always been the thing, man. Like, nothing's ever been tailored enough to try and actually, um, you know, Tailor it to what kids actually need. And yeah. then, you know, you're gonna find yeah. similarities between them, but it's just it's this one track shit. fucking mm. thing mm. that doesn't really help anyone. Yep. But getting back to you, obviously, so you've uh, you're in Adelaide and you, you you stay with um that bloke for a couple of years before I think he finds a missus. Yeah. Um. So is this it? You're in Adelaide now for for the rest of your life yep. from this point. Yeah. Other than tri tri Trap, tripping yeah. back to Perth. Yeah. 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 Um. And so then you uh get with your uh, previous partner and yep. have kids. How old are you at that point? Daughter's going to be uh, twenty five. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've um, you've so twenty one's obviously when you first come over. So you've yep. got that couple of years of couple of years. Of, you know what? That couple of years of being stable. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was uh, a good time of my life. I've just reconnected on Facebook with one of the people that back then. I was just connected today with them of all funny oh, wow. things. Okay. So yeah. um, I mean, we've chatted previously, but it's yeah, I. I Went through some mental bullshit, you know, a few years ago, and just isolated myself from everyone as as you do. And yeah. um, and uh, yeah, so that was a yeah, that was four years, three or four years of just belonging, yeah, you know. And with this cricket, working, so life was great. Life was really good. Then I met, you know, I met this um, this chick before my current partner. I met my current partner before. Okay, yeah, which is girl, funny, yeah. Which is um. I was a bit of a rat bag then and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just had to do what I had to do and, and move on. And um, so then I met this yeah, other lady and um, she was already into drugs and I, I sort of knew but I was a bit naive to it again. I, I only had that one experience back when I was 16 um, with cocaine so I wasn't really – I was around it. I seen it on the streets. You see, But it was more – people on the streets aren't on that ship. Not back then. It's all about glue sniffing and okay. – Drinking fucking flagons and sniffing petrol, and you know it's all that sort of shit. It wasn't really the ones that were on speed. They were in and out the boys, like in and out the juvie system, just you know, yeah. and probably you know locked up now. But um, thankfully, I stayed away from that. But so she was on, it and I was working long hours where I was um, working for this this where I was playing cricket, and um, I got back when I was ah. Uh, so Fridays were like a twenty hour day. You know, eight in wow. the morning to midnight, or you know, like three in the morning. It was just crazy. It was just crazy shifts. And I was getting home Friday night, just absolutely knackered. Mm. The next day, knackered. She goes, "Oh, do you want to try something to get you through?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, all right, let's give it a crack." So Australia again, it was straight in the injection. There was no lines or anything then. And um, so yeah, I injected uh, speed amphetamine, yep. and um, and wow, it was stayed awake. 
stayed away yeah. and felt fantastic and thought, yeah, I can do this. No dramas. I'll do this every Friday morning. That was the plan. Okay. Do it Friday morning. It'll get me through all Friday. I'll be that knackered. I'll sleep. Sleep Saturday. Back to work. Doesn't fucking pan out like that. Mm, no. <clears throat> as you know, you probably know, as you know. So I was awake Saturday night. Friday night, Saturday night. And then had to get back up for Monday. I was like, well, the only way I'm going to back up for Monday <laughs> is to fucking go again. again. Yeah. Yeah. So what started out as, oh, I don't know, say 150 bucks a week, eight ball habit, quickly turned into thousand, $1,200 yeah. a week. I was earning $800 a week. She wasn't earning anything. So something had to give. And it wasn't long where I was working. So I'd been at work there five years or whatever, five or six years. And, um, and gone up the ranks to like supervisor. I won't name the company or anything, obviously. Yep. And um, got the supervisor. It was a transport company. And um, so then I started fucking ganking shit to yeah. support the habit. And, and that, that's when you know that, like, all right, now that I'm fucking stealing shit to support it. Like, yeah. And at the same time, I went and bought a house. Okay. And like, I remember driving away from that. Not only was I. Not only did I buy the house by myself, but I went and selected the curtains, the fucking tiles all by myself. And then I was just like, fuck, she's meant to be with me doing this. Yeah. Like, we're in this together. Like, okay, the house is in my name, I'm working, whatever, but this is meant to be a fucking joint operation here. So there was alarm bells ticking then. And, um, and then that was all in the – I just knew it was fucking wrong. That yeah. was when my first daughter was being born as well. I was right in the middle of the addiction. Uh, sorry, uh, second daughter being born. Funny how, yeah, so my, I've got two daughters, both call me dad. One's not biologically mine, the oldest one, but I've been with her since she was three. She's now 29 or yeah, whatever it wow. is now. So I don't mean in disrespect to you, Jesse, when I say, you know, my first daughter, oh, you, know what I, you know what I mean. And, um, and so, yeah, so Jordan was coming along to be born and um, I was right in the middle of the addiction and I just knew this wasn't a good time, not a good time at all. And, and then stealing from work and the drug habit just getting out of control where it was just fucking every day, just every day needed it just to keep up because you keep chasing that buzz. You don't, yeah, you don't get it. And that's what people I don't think understand is that you have it once, you're just fucking, you're chasing that high yeah. and you don't get it. You and just, you're afraid of the come down. You know, because the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. longer you've gone, the more it's going to fucking hit you like a Horrendous. ton of bricks. So you're like, well, might as well keep going because that's actually easier right now it, it is. than fucking stopping. And that, that's how you can see the, the cycle developing there, can't you, really? Yeah. Because you don't want to fucking come off of it because of the come down and then you're like, oh, I'll buy more and then you're like, all right, now I've got no fucking money. So it just kind of runs in a circle. Yeah, and yeah. yeah well, because that's the thing as well is like you know if you stop, you're not going to work for that next few no. days. Like you're uh, – yeah, it. it's the, the come down is, is writing you off for three, exactly. four, five, six days. And, and in the end I had to go to work to support the habit. That's yeah. how fucked it was. I had to yeah. go to work to grab shit to support the habit. And in the end it was backing in a trailer – Filling it with shit, telling people don't load that, don't load that. Like it was just got fucking like, yeah, okay. it just fries you. It yeah. fucking yeah. does. Let alone what this ice shit now. I mean, I, yeah. that's even as potent, more worse. It's fucking pure shit. But um, so yeah, it got to that sort of stage, and um, I was oh good. It would be a good eighteen months of doing that, I reckon. Okay, so wow. a decent lab, man. A decent – and it started off like, you know, just the odd bit of shit here and there. And then, like I said, it quickly grew in, out of control. And um, no, it wouldn't have been 18 months. It would have been 12 months. Yeah, it would have been 12 months. And um, I should have put that on silent. That's all right. <laughs> just no stress. No stress. And um, 
Yeah, and then it got to the stage where it was just the bosses, everyone's starting to know there's something in Adelaide, someone's stealing a lot of shit in Adelaide. So I was on the big forklift and I remember to this day on a big forklift, a boss walked past and said, cops are going to Ben's tonight. I don't know whether he said that to see what my reaction was or whether it was genuine or what. I was like, fuck, and put the container down, got off the forklift, got in my car, never went back to that workplace. Wow, that was it. That was it. Mm. I knew that's it. I've done my dash here. And so disappointed, like, and I was so disappointed in myself, like, really, because I had a great opportunity. I had so many opportunities throughout my life to better myself and fuck them all, like, seriously. Yeah. And that was just another example of And I think that's why maybe today I struggle with the mental health side of it because I, I think too deep into all that sort of shit and go, oh, yeah. I, it's this fucking shit, all right, what that's if? done. Yeah, I know, what if? So, and, and, you know, so I keep trying to tell myself, that's done, like, that shit's done. And... um. Uh, so, yeah, we got home. This is the new house we're in now. We're only, fuck, I only had the house, I reckon, about six months, to be honest. I owned it for about six months. And um, we're uh, out there, just went dark. I was at the kitchen doing something, looked over the back fence, seen some torches. I'd already parked the car down the road planning for it. Don't know what I was thinking. I think it was going to jump the back fence. That's what was going through my mind. We'll just jump the back fence with the kids and fucking shit. Yeah. And try and do the run. I like, yeah. Anyway, uh, and again, you don't think when you when you're off your fucking face, you don't think mm, yeah, rationally. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you are rational. So, um, um, so yeah, I seen the spotlights. I was like, fuck, time to go. Grab the kids. Peeked out the front door. No one was around. Walked out the front door. Snuck through fucking houses. With, you know, Jordan was mm, six months old. Yeah. Other daughter was three and a half and we're like, what's fucking hell, man? Going through. Anyway, get to the car around the corner, get in it, fuck off. And um, went and stayed at a motel, in a motel. We eventually ended up at her dad's place down at near Outer Harbour there. And um, not knowing, but this whole time the cops are following me everywhere. Oh, like, okay. So they knew. They man. knew yeah. where I was. They wanted the stuff back. And they weren't getting them back. It was gone. Yep. Like, but they wanted to know where the fuck is all this shit gone because it, yeah. it, it was a lot. It was a lot gone. Yeah. And um, so we're at a dad's house. I'm looking out the front window. There's a, you know, back there's when cops drove Falcon and a Commodore. That's mm. what they drove. And look down the end of the street, there was a group of shops. I look down the end of the street, see a red Commodore. Three hours later, see a blue Falcon parked in the exact same spot. Like, I can only eyeball this house. So I knew that. They were on to me then. That's when I knew they were on to me. But later on I found that they were watching me the whole fucking time from motel yeah, to motel. And, um, and so I eventually rang up the cop shop and said, look, I'm going to hand myself in, Ben Stamanovich. And they're like, we've been expecting your phone call. Yep, no yeah. worries, coming in. So I said, I'll be in there tomorrow. So next day I go in there. Uh, my ex is with me and I was like, I think I'm going to be in here a while. Let's go to the shop. It was just literally fucking to the front of the house. Yeah. Like the shop. I said, let's just drive to the front of the shop and get a hamburger or something before I go in. Pulled up there, six cop cars just boxed us in. Yeah. I said, it's all right, man, not doing the run. <laughs> like I'm generally just going to get something to eat. Like, rah, rah. So sweet. So I was in there. Yeah, they kept me in, I don't know, a couple of days or whatever it was. And, um, yeah, wanted to know where all the shit was, fucking everything. I said, it's all gone. There's nothing. I've got nothing. What's in the house is what's. That's all that's there. Yeah. Yep. So they emptied the house. Just to empty the house, they had to get a 40-foot container. No shit. That's how I, I decked out the furniture of the house with shit. Like, it was just way yeah. over the yeah, top. Just, no just going way too far. Yeah. And um, and so, uh, yeah, that happened. So then went back to the house. The ex then was like, I'm out. I'm, you know, well, to me, and I don't, I don't want to throw under a bus, but, I mean, I 
she was just in it in the end for the free drugs. Okay. It's as yeah. simple as that. As soon yeah. as that dried up, yeah, she didn't want a bar. Yeah, 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 100%. And so she was out. So I was sitting in the house. I'm talking literally nothing. They took the fridge. They left me an esky, which was my esky. They left me an esky and a milk crate. And I'm sitting there in this brand new house just. That's surreal, man. Coming down. Yeah. Like just like they had, you know, there was still photos on the wall, a couple of photos of the kids and that's what, you know, at that stage kept me alive. I mean I had a couple of attempts when I was 14, one when I was 14, one when I was 16. And then at 26, whatever it was, was uh, I'm going to do it. And then looked at the photo, broke down tears of the two kids and said, well, you know, it's not about me now. It's, you know, I'm going to fucking – Unfortunately, I mean, as much as that was my lowest point, it wasn't then sitting in the house on a fucking milk crate. It wasn't my lowest point just yet. It was still to come, but that was – so I left the house and for, and didn't – well, I, for the last eight weeks we were there, I didn't pay any mortgage that okay. we were there. So I had letters from the bank coming. Rah, rah. I didn't have a phone or anything, so they couldn't ring me or anything. So it was just letters and it's like, we're going to come and take your fucking house if you don't start paying your mortgage. Rah. So I went to the – phone box and rang up the bank and they were brilliant. They were fucking because we don't want to take your house back. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because yeah. let's make up a payment plan. So I gave them a bit of a rundown of what's going on. Like, you know, just lost my job. I didn't get into details of, you know, yeah, fucking drug addict, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, mate, I've just been fucking just been doing fucking a whole bunch of fucking <laughs> real bad. So, yeah. so um, and, um, and I owed, uh, like, repayments for $106. That's what fucking shits me too. Repayments for $106. A week, it was nothing. Oh, you think like, about that now. Oh, hey, that's yeah. one of the packets of fucking durries. I, I know, saw hey, in, 100%. Right? Yeah, yeah, days, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no worries, I'll fucking, you know, he said, just make 50 bucks a week up until you can get a job and run around. I was like, yeah, yeah. If I was making 50 bucks, it was going on fucking drugs. It's yeah. as simple as that. It was, yeah. like, you know, the cops raid, the empty house didn't phase me. In the, I, I thought, well, what the fuck? What else am I, I, mean, I going to do? Fuck mm. it, I'll just keep doing this. And, um, and so I eventually just fucking didn't pack up. I grabbed my clothes and just fucked off and left the house. Didn't ring the bank, didn't do nothing, just walked out and left the house. Oh, Went to motel. Me and the ex were getting back together on and off, getting back together, getting on. I was going out doing a bit of fucking crime or whatever to keep feeding the habit because it's hard to drop from that fifteen hundred two grand a week yeah. habit down to fucking what, just have a gram for a week or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no – and in your – way of thinking is it's just not gonna happen. I've got to fucking keep doing shit to find out. So I'd do my bloody sneaky shit. And, um, and then one day we were staying in a motel. I don't know how long it was after we lost the house or after I left the house, we were staying in a motel. Her brother just rocks up. Her brother rocks up, says, I'm taking the kids. I said, you two are fucking need to get, pull your heads in yeah. and get your shit together. And um, I was 20, oh, I don't know, 27, 28 at that time. Again, age and putting shit together is really of course. Of course, yeah. there's a lot of time will probably blend in. If I fucking know, yeah, it does. Yeah, it yeah. does. It blends in. And um, and uh, I was like, fuck. So he left with the kids. Him and his missus took the kids, and we weren't in a position to go fucking no, you're not. Yeah. Rah, rah, like you know, a bit sensible and like thinking, well, fuck, he's right. Mm. He's right. We live in motel to motel, and fucking kids don't deserve that. And poor Jessie was at school. She was fucking put in about five schools before she was grade two. Like, you know, I mean, a yeah. lot of kids go through that and I don't, you know, a lot of a lot of kids go through that. But, you know, you're staying in this area for a fucking month then you're in this area, you know, like. Yeah. Plus you guys are just obviously fucking fried as well at that point. fried. So, yeah. And, 
dropping her off to school. I mean, how have we looked? Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking like, yeah. like people do look. That is when you look at people now and yeah. go, fucking hell, that's how I look. But yeah. um, um, yeah, so he took the kids and that, that was a bit of a turning point. That was rock bottom, the kids going. Like, you know, I, can, I lost the cars, two cars, and hocked them. I hocked the fucking cars. Like when I left home, when I le- left the house, went to cash converters and hocked the car and then went to another cash converters, hocked me other car and I still owed money on it as well and they still, you know, and I dodged up the red Joe to make it look like I didn't and, and mm. then they, they fell for it and I was like, you know, de- deceiving as fuck. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so hocked them just to, again to get on. It wasn't to fucking, like, you know, look back, when you fucking hock the car and pay the house, Thousand yeah. bucks. So I got four yeah. grand for the car. So yeah. I, fuck, man, that's a lot of gear. Yeah. And that's how I fucking took it. So, yeah. and gear and pokies. They yeah. they go hand in hand, yeah. and they do with addiction. And um, so yeah, it was pokies and 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 speed. And um, and so yeah, I said to her, I said, well, I'm done. I said, I'm fucking done. Them kids been taken away. I'm. That's fucking. That's not right. It's not right. And you would think with my upbringing that I had that I'd you know, probably be a bit more switched on when the kids are born and be a bit more, but I just wasn't. It's just the addiction again. I mean, I like to blame the addiction and, and, and I, but it was a bit of me as well as a, a bit selfish, but, but that was the point then. And um, Jordan was, I oh, should have been one and a half, one, and Jesse again, four, five. And uh, was, no, I might have been two and six. I don't know. And um, so I went and stayed in the caravan park. I hooked up with these people that I'm talking to now, just I've met on Facebook. I reconnected with them and they were really good people. Not that the person I'm reconnecting now was, but he's a friend of yeah. the person that I was friends with. And I said, can I meet you at the pub? Like, rah, rah. He goes, yeah, yeah, sweet. So as soon as he's walking, I, and he knew I was fucked. He knew, he goes, I've got no money for you. And I was like, and even that hurt, like, because I didn't want fucking money. I just wanted someone to talk to and yeah, just a bit of a- jump to that. Bit of a guy. Yeah, the fact that they jumped to that, I mean, and that's my own doing and, and that yeah. hurt. And um, I said, no, I want to go to a caravan park and just, go cold turkey, fucking sleep it off, do whatever I've got to do, just struggle through. So he gave me a tent and a sleeping bag. I went to a caravan, but Windsor Gardens Caravan Park, fucking sat there. Thankfully it was spring or autumn. The weather was fucking all right. And I just literally just stayed there for fucking three, four weeks, just mellowing out, going for walks, not fitness, but just getting out, yeah, getting yeah, the yeah, fucking fresh air, getting everything working again in my head. Yeah. And – um. And then when that happened, when I, when I knew I was stupid to say that I was past the addiction, I, I was past the addiction part of it. I still dabbled with it for years afterwards, okay. but I wasn't, I didn't go into it fucking hardcore. Yeah. When my ex stayed there and she became one of the biggest dealers in Adelaide, like, so she just progressed and progressed and progressed. So when I cleaned up and then went and got the kids back off the um, brother-in-law, we still see each other, so she'd still feed me. Okay. Yeah, bit, you know, just uh, yeah. I think she didn't want to see me get, you know, progress. Yeah. She just wanted to keep me under the wing, thumb, sorry, mm-hmm. under the thumb sort of thing with the drugs. And so. And it's, it's one of those things where, um, sorry to cut you off. No, but, you're right. Uh, people do that because then it validates. Because if you it say sounds, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. then they, they're right to be on. Yeah, and um, yeah. you know, I was—I wanted to say before we started this podcast, uh, you know, that I've had dealings with that shit as well with a lot of my friends and myself personally. But yep. I watched that with my mates, especially the ones that were dealing. They would put themselves broke because by feeding people free fucking mm. shit all night mm. 
because they were going to stay up and smoke all night. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, you're you're not even you're supposed to be selling. Yeah. And you're not even just you're not even just fucking smoking the profit yourself. Yeah. This is what it was. Everyone was smoking. And I, you said about the icing as well, which I think is funny because my first time around it was gear like pseudo ephedrine stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that shit was fucking. Like if that was still easily accessible, I'd maybe still be fucked. Yeah. It was because it turned to ice yeah. that I watched the change in all of my friends. Okay. And luckily that's what stopped me. Yeah. Uh, because like, you know, when it was the, the pseudo shit, we would fucking do mates pave, like pave their whole backyard, oh, 100%. you know, fucking, you <laughs> yeah, know, fuck yeah. build extensions on houses, like fucking yeah. go to all the bottles and so cans. So that's different run. now, isn't it, with the ice? It doesn't, does it give them that? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, what I watched is that everyone would just go again, Online pokies on their phone, yeah. uh, tunnel vision into their phone, yeah. uh, playing FIFA, but it was like there was no conversation. Like, yeah. you know, obviously I've done a lot of like, you know, MDMA and stuff as well. Like, yeah. And that's the shit that I've always enjoyed. Like, I, I, because of my, like, I'm a very fucking social person or whatever. So, like, if I'm going to do a drug, yeah. I want it to enhance my, like, yeah, I want to be, be curling in a corner. corner. Yeah. I want to be telling this guy how much I love him. I want to be, you know, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. high for me. And, and again, yeah. And something where, you know, you don't want to do it all the time. It's, yeah. a, it's an every now and then thing. But as soon as I watched all my mates, just it, we, we're all, we've got 10 of us in a house and no one's fucking talking to each mm. other. I'm like, oh, this isn't, this isn't for yeah. me at all. And thank yeah. fuck, because, you know, yeah. again, if it had been And that's the because stuff, they banned the pseudo, pseudo ethic. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as they stopped, they weren't, able, people weren't able to get a hold of it yeah. easily anymore. And they locked it the fuck down. Yeah. And that's when ice just ripped through. And, and there's always going to be that. 100%, man. Always yeah. going to be something else that replaces whatever they, they try, unfortunately. And now there's fucking fentanyl in everything, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. again, it's just about cut, everything's Fuck, I'm just glad being, I'm fucking out of it. Every, everything's Fuck. just being cut to shit. But, um, again, the, the, the point of that is what I was saying is that watching people, uh, you know, keep people on it because mm. they want to be able to justify their own addiction. Yep. Um, and, you know, the thing was I, I've – one of the things that I've always wanted to say this is I think the biggest problem, particularly with, with the way that they, they advertise drugs, especially the harder stuff, you're, maybe not heroin, but particularly your, your amphetamines, right? Mm. They advertise it as you do this once and you're fucked. Yeah. And that's not the reality. Yeah. And so what happens is that, again, even myself, I was so like I saw my mate start to do it and I was like, no, no, mm. no. But then they were all just having the time of their lives. Yeah, no yeah. one was stealing their fucking nan's purse. Everyone yeah. was going to work on the Monday morning. Yeah. And that was a lot of the, you know, what they don't ever teach you is that you can actually be completely highly functional for a long mm. period of time. And you said 12 months. That first three, six months, you were probably fucking killing shit. Yeah. You were like, oh, what yeah. like, again, you weren't spending enough so that you had enough to still pay your bills or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I'm living life at a higher level. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not that tired. I'm fucking feeling great. Mm. So th they don't. They don't tell you that part of it. Like no. when yeah. they do the adverts and the oh, they're scratching bugs out of your skin or whatever. Mm. When, they, when they do that stuff, they don't show you that that's the end of the road. That's, right. yeah, that's after it's real. That's no. after it's completely ripped everything from you. Yeah. So then people get roped into trying it because of other people want to justify, mm. and then they do it, and all they have is that great euphoric feeling that mm. they start to chase, and they re like. And by the time they get to that point of completely fucked, yeah, well, there's no. Yeah. part of them left to even be conscious of what's actually yeah. happened and every, or the destruction in their wake. So 100%. I think it's so important and, and uh, to understand that it's like, that's the, the thing is that, you know, you can, I mean, I had a friend that I'm very good friends with now and she's got, you know, lots of beautiful kids and, and whatever, but like she was, you know, working full time as a manager and like, you know, we used to go and sit in the car park and fucking have, mm. and she would just go back to work 
And that was like years of her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and no one who was outside no of that circle would have even known. So yeah. it's like, you know, sometimes it doesn't even get to that point where... And that's a, that's a thing with everyone's different too. I, I mean, I've got a really addictive personality. So if I do something, I fucking just go in hard, like even just drinking. Now, I, don't, I drink three times a year, but it'll be fucking 26 cans of Jacks yeah. or something yeah, on that yeah, night. Yeah. And um, so when I got into it and gradually got into it, it was just because of my personality as well. And no ads or whatever would have done any nah, different to me at no. all, at all. No, zero. It sometimes takes uh, to fucking have a go to realise well, how bad it is, unfortunately. Yeah. Or, and, or hearing from other people's experiences sometimes might shock people into going, well, fuck, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And my daughter's fucking anti-drug. Yeah. Absolutely anti-drug. Zero. Not, not, not even, they don't even talk to their mum now because of shit that's yeah. happened. Like she's been clean for, I don't know, 10 years or something, but the damage that was done was it's too late for them. The yeah. things that they seen and, you know, rah, rah. And, um, and so, yeah, so for me personally, it was a addictive personality, which I've got. And so I just go in fucking hard when I, so once I got on that, you know what, it started that once a weekend thing, but, then it's just like, this is just fucking, why not do fucking seven days a week? Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. And that's what I watched with all my, mate. like, I, you know, for, for my time, it was always, because I, I was so conscious of the come down and I was, you know, I was living out of home or whatever and I, I was like, this is a, you know, Friday night, maybe Saturday night thing, okay, always yeah. sleep on Sunday night and yeah. then go to work during the week. Yeah. Um, and then when I, like, I ended up losing, I, I, it's so funny, I had a dream last night. And you thought you were like, all in control. Yeah, well, I lost the yeah. job and it was, and I look back now and I still have nightmares about this job and I had one last night. Literally this, wow. this manager always comes up in my dreams because like, I was just a shit cunt. Like I was, I remember like falling asleep, like feeling like I was falling asleep. And even when I lost that job, I had every excuse under the sun. And mum, if you're listening, you don't know any of this and you're probably going to fucking kill me. So, um, and even Erica as well, you're always like, don't want me, but fuck yeah, right? We're, we're having a Keep fucking, fucking real we're right having now. a hard hitting conversation. Yeah. But like, I think the reason I have dreams and nightmares about it, and like you said as well, like, you know, and I, and I try not because again, my life has turned out very fucking good and yeah, amazing yeah. now, but it, you look back and you're like, you're a fucking idiot. You know, that mm. you you lost that. It wasn't yeah. these things that you fucking concocted and said, oh, it's because of this and whatever else. It's like, yep. no, you weren't pulling your fucking weight. Yeah, you were barely just. You were just getting there. You were rocking up late all the mm. time or whatever. Just um, doing the bare minimum, eh? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. So oh, so what? You didn't end up getting on in the weekdays or whatever, but mm. you were fucking still, still half affected. a human because of how hard mm. you were going. And because the other thing is as well is that like. It turns, and I'm, again, drinking is the problem that I've now started to have to address in the last few years. Yeah. Because same problem. I've never let any of my addictions become seven-day addictions. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, right. But my weekend for since I was 18 has been mm. complete fucking pandemonium all the time. And then when you start Monday, you'll be looking forward to Friday. Yeah, yeah. And the problem yeah. was as well is that when I, used, again. when I used to get on the gear, Superhuman drinking capabilities because yeah. the drugs, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah the, the straight drugs through outweigh. So yeah. I could drink, mm. and all of my mates were the same. So we'd put fucking seven, eight cartons away over the course of yeah. the weekend, and no one got drunk the whole yeah, time. Yeah. It's not so until two days later that, that really yeah, fucking yeah. hit you. That habit, though, mm. then when I completely fucking stopped the stuff, mm. well, I'm still drinking like a fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm blacking out, and I'm fucking pissing in the corner because of the you're room, getting smashed now. now I'm actually getting fucked, but that habit of like how quickly I can delete yeah. a beer yeah. carried over into my non-fucking, okay. you know. So it, it's it, this the long-standing effects of all of that. I'm still, you know, in the last few years, I've had to be like, i got to fucking drink water when I'm having some beers. And yeah, yeah. Try and be, be conscious responsible of how quickly drinker. I'm fucking yeah. necking it. And 
you know, it's just crazy how long that Is it shit, working? It is, it yeah. is. I think it's just, you know, again, now that I'm a dad and whatever else, yeah. but it's like, but I have that thing as well where I'm like, fuck, man, like, how much damage did I fucking yeah. do to myself in that time as well and how yeah. much do I not want to continue doing that yeah, um, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, for the rest and, of my and life. Exactly right. And and about going back is that you know I get people on the page saying, "Oh, you're a great bloke, great bloke," but it's those things in my head. Right? I'm a fucking shit bloke yeah. for what I've done, rah rah. But I and I probably lean towards more that you know. And I appreciate all the nice comments, and and I do think I'm a good fella, and I and I do. But it's the shit I've done. Where I go, well, fuck, I'm not really a great bloke. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm showing a bit now, but I haven't been a great bloke. And I think that weighs me down a bit too. So, so. from where, what you would consider to be your rock bottom, I want, want to touch on what made you finally go, you know what? I'm, I'm done. Like I need to do this. Like, cause let, let's talk about that. And then we'll talk about where you are now. I just, so. I got sick of it. Yeah. I actually got sick of the come down. And once I was down, like in the end, like, I mean, I'm, and I met my current partner now, and she wasn't, you know, she was in a pretty fucked up way as well when we met. So we weren't a real good fucking match at the time. And um, so we still dabbled through there. But even dabbling there in our early years, it was only the first, you know, 12 months or, yeah, 12 months or so that we dabbled with it. And, again, it wasn't seven days then. It was just – it never got back to that. It was just like once every three weeks or something. But once I was up, I was good. And then the come down was just like, fuck. And then once the come down was done, I was like, fuck, it's good, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I think, and then I just got sick of that. I just got sick of the come down. And it was just a – I don't know if we both agreed or – I don't even know. And I don't even know what – I think what it might have been was that because when I got done for stealing all that shit from that place, I went and got a job within in three months later at another place that I shouldn't have got a fucking job at because it was just too easy. Yeah. And – um. So I just stole again straight away. As soon oh, as I got okay. there, I was fucking stealing. I was like, fucking hello. And then detectives walk in three months later, and here we go fucking again, same through the same bullshit. So from then I was like, I'm not going to work until A, my youngest daughter's at school, and, um, and B, I've got control of this fucking habit a bit. Mm -hmm. So I didn't wait. The youngest daughter went to school um, while I was with my current partner. She started school and then I got a phone call fucking week after that, whatever, which was from her stepdad saying, do you want a job? He didn't know about that I wasn't going to work. It just happened. Yeah. And he was a stonemason in the Barossa Valley. And he goes, do you want a job? Just fucking start tomorrow. And I was fucking ecstatic. Yeah. So I think that was a bit of a wake-up call to be like, fuck, radio, here's the, here's the chance. Like, yeah. fucking – and I stuck it out. I mean, I've worked every day since. Yeah. Since yeah. then I've worked every day and yeah. and dabbled with the drugs throughout that as well. But, you know, with a bit of coke here and there or whatever, whatever. But not recent times. Just fucking just done with it. Yeah. I am. I'm just – I think you just get too old for it. Yeah. yeah. And I do and, I, and I'm fucking just over it. I am. Yeah. And the come down is when you want to fucking – neck yourself yeah. like you know when you and i beat myself up if i have a drug and i fucking just beat myself up because it brings back fucking memories of being on the thing oh, i'm a fucking loser again like rah yeah. rah yeah. so it's just fucking done it's not worth it is it it's just yeah. not worth yeah. it it's not and even to this like now i'm done drinking nearly yeah, yeah. i really am like i mean i got like i say i'll drink three times a year and smash like a shitload when i'm doing it but yeah. just fucking but it fucking does me no good for three days i'm yeah. fucking yeah. cactus for yeah. three days so it's really, I mean, I, I'm quite fucking proud. It's a, I went to a, a golf trip just recently, two weeks ago at Berry yeah. with 40 blokes who were staying up till two in the morning, getting smashed every night. I had fucking 12 cc's throughout the day 
you know, starting good, at midday yeah. till 10 at night, 10 o'clock at night. Sober as. Yeah, sober as. Went to bed, woke up fresh. They're all waking up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go and play golf. And I thought, fuck, you know what? I think that's a I think I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, I think yeah. I could. Because I didn't think I could go, as you were saying, I don't think I, I don't think I could go with a group of people and have that social drink before. And I thought I had to be on their level. Yeah. yeah. And I think that to myself anyway. I can't be around drunk people. They just shit me. Yeah. They just fucking shit me. Anyway, and again, someone on speed, someone, anyone on a drug or, or drunk, unless I'm on their level, I can't tolerate them. Yeah. And the same with the drink. But this trip was like, I can actually tolerate, I can actually have a good time yeah. and not fucking wipe myself out yeah. and wake up fucking. Yeah, that's that's up. been, I mean, so over the last few years I've done, like this year I've done two lots of, of nearly 30 days, but I've caved in right at the end. But the last few years, I've always I've taken a month off of drinking, which I hadn't done ever. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the big realizations that, like, you know, I can I can actually go to these barbecues or whatever where everyone's fucking yeah, yeah, smash, and I'm okay. Yeah, you okay. Know, we had a, I had a massive one while I was right in the middle, and I I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go buy a few non-alcoholic beers because yeah. I just wanted to fucking have something in my hand. That's yeah, gonna matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it fucking did. Just to look cool, eh? And everyone's yeah. ripping into me, and I was like, but I was having fun. Like, yeah. I, you know, I wasn't. Whereas again, I just convinced myself. In all these different chapters of my life, even, you know, because weed really got me away from the, the hard shit. That was the kind of thing weed that did. saved me. Weed yeah, did, okay, yeah, yeah, because what I, I, I was, I had a mate around the corner and when I'd get to my house, and that was part of the problem is that it was my housemates and everyone that yeah. were getting on all the time. Yeah. I'd get home and I had that 50-50 of like, am I going to go and do this and have a fucking huge weekend? Mm. Or I'd message my mate and be like, hey, can I come around? Have and a I ended up bowls, staying there. Get a pizza. And that's that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. 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 We were, and that was back when I'd never really done it before either. So it was like the, the start of weed, which is like, yeah, yeah. munchies, laughing. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, good time. So then yeah, I rock yeah, up yeah. home on the Sunday and they're all fucking wiped out. And yeah. I'm, I'm feeling fresh as a daisy. And I was like, you know, what am I, why am I choosing yeah. this ever over yeah. that? But even that, you know, I'm done with, I haven't smoked weed now in, in what, a year and a half or something like that. Because okay. it's just like, I'd, yeah. And I got to a point where I'm just like, I'm done with this. Yeah, Again, yeah. it became a problem because yeah. of my personality where yeah. I was smoking before I went to work. And, yeah. you know, so yeah, I'm not doing that So it that becomes shit. a problem too, doesn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just masking another problem. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And it was, it was just, and so then, I, you know, my, my I started to feel shit when I was doing it and then I was still doing it because I was like, I convinced myself, and that was the point of what I was saying is that in various chapters of my life, I've convinced myself that I'm, you know, these things are somehow enhancing my personality or whatever mm. that it is in some stupid fucking yeah. cooked way in my brain. And so, you know, even with the weed and stuff, I was thinking, you know, I'm not having fun or, or I'm not the best version of myself and that funny guy that everyone loves unless I'm whacked out of my mind yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, who's going to want to fucking hang out with me if I'm not drunk on everyone yeah. else's level? And it's like that 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 insecurity that's that's been my biggest problem and why I've gone down all these dark paths yeah. um, that I've realised is because I'm just always constantly thinking that and I need If you weren't hanging things. around those people, you wouldn't have been doing it, would you? No, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. yeah, And it's just, you know, again, that that desire to belong to something yeah, or whatever, which is what mm. I've had um, my life as well. Mm. Um, it's great though, and I, I guess what I want to get into some some positive stuff now in that you, you obviously talk us to about the start of truck driving. Mm. Um, when does that come along into your life? And that's now been, you know, a massive chapter for the last where you're up to right it now. It does. So, I mean, I, like, I did that stonemasonry job for a couple of years. I then um, went and went to engineering steel mob and did some fabricating, welding, like just for, again through cricket. So I went back and I started playing cricket. So when I got with my current partner, I was, I don't know, 27, 28, started playing cricket again, drove past the two wells oval, seen this big fella out having a swing. I was like, I don't know, all right, let's get back into it. Yeah. And um, 
and then started playing cricket again, met again, met fucking people as you do. There's, you're playing with 12 blokes, 11 blokes, three teams. There's 33 people. Yeah. You meet good people, yeah, right, and, you know, and, and you get contacts. And um, so he got, gave me a job with him. He owns a fabrication shop. Absolute legend, fellow. Abs- really is a top bloke. And um, so we were uh, then doing a job at a transport company, a, a new factory, putting in steel bollards and all this bloody, you know, metal bullshit, handrails and everything. And I just had this itch. I was just, I seen a couple of forklift drivers. And I, from being in the transport, I was a gun on a forklift. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. I just knew I was good on a forklift. Yeah, and forklift I was watching. Hard as fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. Absolutely. And it's good watching someone good. Yeah. And yeah. I'm watching these dudes and they're, Getting up to the truck and then up and down. It's just like, fuck it, yeah, just yeah. get in there. And then I seen a dude walk past in a suit and I was just like, fuck it. I said, You look, are you a manager or something? He goes, I own this joint. And he's a top player. I still talk to him now. He's an absolute legend. And um, I said, Oh, I said, You look for any forklift driver? He goes, well, I'm always looking for a forklift. He goes, How good are you? I said, Fucking better than any of them ones, I tell you yeah. now. Just being a bit of a big shot. And um, so then I got back into the transport like that. And so, I had to go get my forklift license again, rah, rah, rah. Got back into the transport. I worked there for five years. Wow. Five, six years with them. Um, got my semi-license while working there using one of their trucks and um, and my partner then got her semi-license and she's always wanted to drive the big rigs, always wanted to drive to Perth. That was a dream. That was what she wanted to do and loved the trucks. She really loved them. She Probably loved them a bit more than what I did. I didn't yeah, mind. Yeah, loves the rigs. Yeah, I didn't mind the forklift driving side of it. And um, and uh, so yeah, so then we just started doing two up to an opportunity to come up where we're working now. And um, so we started doing two up with each other. Obviously, sleep one drives five hours, one sleeps five hours. And by this time, I'm done with all the addic- like the addiction. So yeah. I, I just knew I was cherry ripe to go. Yeah. We're carrying produce and stuff anyway, so it was a total different yeah. side of transport. Yeah, and um, and uh, so yeah, we just started nailing it from there. Just head down, bum up. We went up to Darwin and spent um, time up in the mines up there. Left wow. the kids at home, like they were at this time. They were the youngest was thirteen, the oldest was seventeen. We said it's time to sorry, but you're gonna have to have a bit of responsibility. We need to go earn some. We had to catch up for the shit we yeah, fucked up. Like, yeah. you know, we had, we had some serious catching up to do. To get to where we are now, like, we had to, you know, catch up. So I said, sorry, but, you know, we're going to be three weeks home one week, three weeks home one week. And the, the kids were great. And they and they they took the young one under their wing and, you know, they were you know, to school. You know, looking back, it probably wasn't the responsible thing to do. But, I mean, again, we had to do something. We had to do it for us to to achieve what we wanted to achieve. Have a better life. life for them too, man. And, yeah. also, and, yeah. and the rewards are now for them as well. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the youngest one, I say she's 13, she's 20, I don't know, again, 23 or 24 or something now. So yeah. 25, I don't know. And, um, and uh, yeah, so we just got into it that way. Just again through, again through community sport. That's where it all, yeah, you know, man. started. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. And so then, and so then you've obviously uh, picked up a drone. Um, yeah, so I've been interested <laughs> to actually ask you about the drone stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, it was actually my partner again. Yeah. She's like, um, and she loves her horses. Like she's, you know, you get them crazy cat ladies. Yep. Horse yeah, horse well, She's a fucking. So the, bl- yeah. the blaze connection, is that through truck driving or well, is that horses, through horses? Yeah. Horses. She's in everything. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So it's through so horses, horses, right? My partner helped her with horses when she was like young, yep. very young. Okay. So she's known Blaze and Kim 
wow. for a long time. So they um, there you go. so yeah, so that's where the connection is there. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if Blaze got I don't know how Blaze got into the truck side of it. I'm not sure. Um uh, yeah, so there's always been the horse connection there. And um she was watching we were watching TV or something one day. This is six years ago. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, a drone advert come on or something. That was when they first started like coming out, sort of thing. She goes, yeah. And it was following someone riding a motorbike. She goes, fuck, I want that for my horses. Yeah, so, actually, that's pretty cool for I was like, horses. really? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, okay. And just let it go. Just thinking it was an idea that would, you know, fade away. And it, again, an ad come up. And I was like, oh, I need that, I need that. I and like, they're like, fuck these ads, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Change the channel. Fox to yeah. And um, and uh, so I eventually got one. This is, they're not cheap six years ago either. No, right? no, no. They're so not it was, now, bro. No, no they're not cheap. Yeah, no, they're getting worse now. Yeah. But, um. Uh, yeah, so it was about three grand for this drone. I was like, all right, all right. Well, I didn't think I was going to use it. I had fucking no intentions to use it. I'd follow you on the horse here, yeah, no worries. So we got it, unpacked it. No, I got it, unpacked it, set it up in the house. I was like, oh, fuck, this can't be this hard. I had a bit of a YouTube tutorial thing on it, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Didn't read the small print and the thing, right? Anyway, fuck, crank it up inside, lift up. You don't fly drones in houses, yeah, right? Okay, yeah. this is what the small print underneath is like. <laughs> anyway, it's just gone, boof, 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 just taken off, crashed into three walls. Thousand dollars to get a jip rock repair out. Anyway, oh, did it damage the drone too? No, it didn't. Oh, so okay, the blades are the blades are pretty vicious. I still got scars from. Yeah, right. Bit of drink driving, drink flying, trying to grab it and it flipped and just sliced oh, me. True. But um, uh, yeah, so. It never got, never followed a horse. It sat in the cupboard, and we were driving to Perth, by you know this, and 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 um, and never even took a photo of my truck, even with the phone, like never. But there's always you see all these truck pages with photos of trucks, rah yeah. rah. And um, I was just like, fuck it, let's just take it out. I got it on the one weekend, got it out, just to get hang of it out the front, and flying it around over fucking people's houses and shit, which is people like yeah, in their life. Yeah. But um, so I took it out in the truck one time. Took it up on the bike, took a photo of his truck. I was like, oh, fuck, that looks cool. And when I say that looks cool, I look back at that photo now. Yeah, I still yeah. got the photo. Yeah. That's fucking like, terrible. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, wrong lighting, wrong everything. And, um, and yeah, so I posted on this truck page that just accepts truck pictures and it got like fucking 400 likes or something. Yeah. Because no one had seen pictures of the drones of trucks. Yeah, yeah. So really, I, I don't know. I mean, someone might correct me, but I think I was the first to start taking photos of trucks. Definitely the first to start taking out the Nullarbor. Yeah. Yes, and, um, interesting, man. Yeah. So that was what really started. I was like, fuck, I'm going to start a Facebook page here. And I was like, what do I call it? And I thought of all these things. And, and I don't know, the drone way just come in. I thought, that's just easy to remember. You know, you get all these pages that are like, someone tells me a page. It's like, fuck, that's way too complicated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to bump into someone and say, follow the drone way. And, you yeah. know, it's just something easy. So and it also kind of matches up with the, the ethos of, like, you know, on the road, you know, go yeah. on your truck. The drone you know? way. So, yeah, yeah, the drone way. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's my way and the drone way. Yeah. And um, and uh, so, yeah, that got me kickstarted about, oh, I started a Facebook page. So I did start the drone way. Had 150 followers, which were my mates, on yeah. friends on Facebook anyway. And um, I was like, what the fuck's the point of this page? I'm only, they're the only ones liking it, really. Yeah, like. yeah. And um, I thought, I didn't know, I just thought, I'll just keep going with it a bit longer. And um, what kick-started it was the Port Augusta tanks. Mm. Do you know all of them, Port Augusta tanks? No, I don't know. What are that? What are you... So in between Port Augusta and Wyala, so you come out of Port oh, Augusta. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The yeah, big, big, yeah, yep. big tanks. They're massive, like, water tanks. Okay. Yep. 
Yep. And there was rumours that there was something in them oh, that wasn't okay. water. And I was like, well, I've got a drone now. I'll yeah. fucking just pop up and have a look. So I took the drone up and each one of them, there's five. And I'm talking, I'm talking one, one tank is 10 times this house. Yeah, yeah it's so it's a fucking big tank. Massive, yeah, yeah, massive yeah, tank. Yeah. And there's five of them full of car tires. Absolutely oh, right. chock-a-block full of car tires. So I've taken these photos and they look like little licorice balls, like with a drone and everything else. No like, shit. Fucking wow. I posted that on the drone way. It just went overnight, 5,000 followers. Yeah. And people bagging it, like what the fuck, environmental, like rah, yep. rah. Yep. Then the person who owns the tyres rang me. He's oh, he like, rang you? Yeah, I was like, oh, do you want me to take it down? He goes, no, actually, let's use this as a, a positive to what I actually do with these tyres. So he recycles them. So the end tank's empty with a recycle thing in it. So they put them through and granulate it for the kids' playgrounds. Oh, All that sort of, you know, rubber fucking whatever or rubber balls and all that sort of stuff. So that's what they do. That's where all those, you see the the fucking thing in the The stuff in the playgrounds. Yeah, Yeah. so that's what they do with the old car tyres and they've got stuff that takes the metal out then they blah, blah, blah. So that kick-started it and then it just, fuck, it just grew from there. It really did. And I've always... um, and then people were asking to buy prints and shit. And I was like, and me and the missus earning great money. So it wasn't a, I didn't really want to do it for the money. I wasn't interested in the money side of it at all. Yeah. And um, it was more, it was always just been a hobby. And it still is. I still look at it as a hobby and I, and I really do. But, um, and I've always been, even through my drug addiction, I would, if someone had nothing, I would give them my last fucking, and I would, wouldn't say last dollar because I'd go spend on drugs, but <laughs> <laughs> but I would help. I'd help what I can, you know. Yeah. I always had that like something in me that was like. But when I was on the streets, a fella gave me, and I thought I looked all right, and I thought that I was hiding it well or whatever. But I would stand in this particular spot while I was sleeping in uh, Forest Chase, which is a, like a Rundle Mall that they're building in Perth. So it was a big construction site. So we we're sleeping in there. There's a group of four of us sleeping in there, and I'd stand at the same spot. As on the way to a train station, people on the way to a train station asking for a dollar. Can I have a dollar for a train ride? Can I have a dollar for a train ride? You get fucking 10 bucks or whatever. There's your food. Like, you know, so yeah, yeah. there's always ways of like getting the money for that. Anyway, if one dude walked past and I either, either he's seen me there days on end or I've asked him for a dollar fucking five times. Because yeah. one lady would be, I remember particularly one lady goes, you just asked me 10 minutes ago and I gave you a dollar and you still want a dollar for a train ride. So she gave me another dollar. I was like, oh, fuck, thank you. Felt embarrassed or whatever. Yeah. And um, but he came past and gave me 20 bucks and a pizza. And I was just like, fuck. And I remember it clear as yeah. day. It didn't change my world and it didn't change my world, but I just, I was so grateful for it. Yeah. So from, so when I started the um, drone way page, I was like, that's my thing. Like that 20 bucks in pizza didn't change my world, but it made me think and it made me want to give back now. Yeah. So that's really inspired me to give back when when I was in a chance to be able to give back financially. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, I'll sell prints then. No worries. So I started selling prints. Started like and then you know donating money to the homeless. Go do a pizza not pizza day in 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 town for the homeless and yeah. And it's just grown from there and yeah. and, it, and it's yeah. just excelled. Like I mean, it's you know it's over one hundred six thousand. I think it just ticked over one hundred six thousand followers. The other day, so yeah, so people are getting around it, man. People, people, are, yeah. people are appreciating the fact that you're going through the extra effort and, as well. And yeah. also, the photos are fucking amazing. You and are, they are. They are yeah. doing such an incredible job with again. You know, as you people said, people aren't just jumping on to feel sorry for me, and that's what. Yeah. No, because I'd shut the fucking page down. No. Yeah. I wouldn't even do it if it wasn't for the photos. The backstory's cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's a backstory to it, and it wasn't until early on I had about forty thousand followers, and I was giving to people in need and. I wasn't filming. I never film shit like that. I never do. But I'll explain to people 
okay, sold 10 prints last week, giving this money to yeah. – and they've got to a point where I think I've got to explain my story to my followers so that they appreciate – yeah, why, why I'm doing, doing it. Yeah. Sort of and thing. so that they're also inclined to be like, yeah, I know the the, the story, the purpose, the reason. Yeah. So then they want to buy more prints. Like, you know, but it makes sense. If it it's does. The, the revolving door. And I remember you said on the Youngblood podcast that someone was like, oh, you know, be mindful of like, you know, what you're now that your page is growing in these followers. And you were like, get fucked. I'm yeah. going to be unapologetic. Like, I want yeah. it to be me. I don't want to just yeah. be like, oh, no, now it's just about the prints or whatever. Yeah. Not, no, because the reason these prints exist is because of my fucking story. Yeah, so that's I need right. them to all be a part of together. 100%. And if that's a little bit confronting to Nana Ethel, well, then sorry, yeah. Nana Ethel, you're going to have to the, fucking do it. The world is sorely lacking in authenticity. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, doing what you want to do, the second that you stop doing that, yeah. it, it'll fall off because yeah. you're yeah. not doing what you want to do. 100%. Mm. And I've had people, professional people, say, you've got to change your hashtags, you've got to make them more professional. It's not fucking me. Yeah. Yeah. I hashtag stuff, stupid shit. Like just stupid yeah. shit. Like, yeah. but to me, I have a laugh while I'm doing it. I don't pre-think it. I just go hashtag, 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 yeah. Yeah. and just think, oh, I'll that's just take right. the piss yeah. out of the yeah. hashtag. It's, it's you me. Running the page, and it's like that's what people are coming there for. for and that. that's what people are liking. Yeah. Even I bump into people in Gawler, well, I follow your page. I love that you're just you, and you know, that inspires me. Well, fuck, I'm going to stay being baby yeah. because it's working. Like you know, people are getting inspired by it. They like the story, and if it's inspiring a couple of people to give back as well. And it does. I've had numerous fucking messages. I, you know, you get bloody messages every day, but numerous messages about, oh, you know, I paid for, um, I was behind you when you paid someone's fucking shopping or whatever, whatever. I went and done that the next day. Like just, yeah. you know, just that's a win just there. And it's just yep. contagious, mate. Just, you know, just like you do one thing, he does the one thing, and then that might have inspired somebody else to go, oh, you right. know what, I'll give this person 20 bucks. Yeah, definitely. Thing, you know? like, definitely. It's not about self-gain for money or anything, and, and it's not. Yeah, you know what, I've crashed three drones. While I've been doing it, I'm taking a little bit out to fucking replace four thousand yeah, dollar yeah, drones. Yeah. Like, you need, yeah. Yeah. Do the you, like, yeah. But financial gain? Nah, I'm not in it for that. And, I, and I'm not. And people say, "Well, you mm. can give up work and do this full time." Fuck, I don't want it. No, I like it's it being a, happy. Because, yeah, because then, yeah, exactly. I don't well, want it to be a chore. The yeah. thing is, as well, is that like, like you said, um, which is, I think is probably a perfect way to to kind of bring this all together. Is uh, it's an everyday battle, right? So mm. the 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 importance of that giving back and everything is that for when those when you have those hard days about mm. look you fucking did you got given these opportunities look at that job that you got that you fucked around mm. you stole shit you're like well I'm I'm making amends for that stuff yeah now. fucking and, and I'll jump on Facebook and surf someone surf or see something that it's it, that touches my heart and and I don't know it's, it's, I don't think it's selfish I don't I don't like to beat myself up about that but to, if I'm having a shit day or whatever. I'll fucking donate to something because it makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah. It makes me feel good making someone else feel good. Yeah. And so that gets me out of my I, – I don't know if that's a selfish way. I don't think it is. I don't no, because I at the end of the so. day, the act of what you're doing – Yeah. I mean, if it's yeah. – you might think it's selfish in terms of like, oh, because it's, it's about how it makes me feel. But again, as long as, what, as, long as the act is genuine mm. – if you're right. doing something d detrimental, then that's selfish yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're, yeah. Like, oh, you're getting something out but of it. But I generally get a kick out of someone yeah. being, a, not appreciated, but just knowing it's fucking not changing the world, but it's just like made their day. Yeah, like 100%, It just man. makes their day. That's and that, and that's as, um, the more good days you have, the better life is, isn't it? Exactly, so bro. That's, and you build up this whole like army of work that you can rely on. So when your dark days come, mm. you're like, well, look at what you're doing on a yeah. daily basis, on a weekly, on yeah. a monthly basis. That's what you're fighting for. That's yeah. what you're here for. That's what you're – so yeah. all of that is done. And, you know, it's something I talk about all the time. It's so easy to get trapped in the past and 
caught in that thought loop, but it's like, I can't change any of that no. now. All I can change is what I do in this next minute, exactly in this next right. hour, in this next year. Mm. They're the only things I can control. And yep. as long as I'm happy about what I'm doing for them, you know, yep. if I have this conscious thought now and then I go and do shit something shit tomorrow, then fucking deal with that then. That's, yeah, the, prob- yeah. that's the person to have a problem with. But yeah. don't have a problem with the What's past me past? who had no fucking idea mm. what he was doing mm. or whatever, you know, is a byproduct of his childhood and the fucking traumas and everything. That's yeah. what that person was going yeah. through. Now I know better, and now I'm not going to go and do that moving mm. forward. And that's that's all you need, yeah, man. Yeah, that um, is. That's right. And um, and that inspires me to keep going too. Yeah, and it does. And, and and that think process. And I do. And I do beat myself up about shit that I've done, and and not proud of it. And um, it's hard to come out sometimes. It's hard to get out of that rut. Yeah. But what keeps me beside that as well? But what keeps me is knowing that tomorrow's different. Like you yeah. said, tomorrow you might be a shit. And you know, and you work on that then, but. I just know that tomorrow's going to be a different day. The next week's going to be a different week. And that really inspires me to keep going. You know, with the love for my grandkids and all that all shit aside, when you're in that rut, nothing really matters. I mean, you've got yeah. to – it's hard to um, – because you actually think sometimes that you're doing everyone a favour by checking out. Mm. But in reality, you're fucking not. No. Like, yeah. 100% not. You, yeah. you, you're going to be missed, you, you know. You're the you're loved passing ones, the pain to somebody else. Exactly yeah. right. That's what you're doing. So, I mean, so that in, and, and knowing that tomorrow I wake up and fucking going to be fresh and fucking and back in it. And you know what? I'm going to go out and get some photos. I'm going to fucking sell some photos. I'm going to donate. I'm going to message this person, donate them some yeah. money. And, yeah. And make a just, change. Well, it's a bit understanding because this is the thing is that like that, that feeling, the, the lowest low of like I, should, I need to check out and I'm done here, it comes from a complete lack of like, awareness of your place in the world and, and the importance yeah. of it and whatever. So it's like doing these things gives you that, right? Yeah. So it's like you need things to be able to like, you know, tangible evidence of your role in this fucking shit cunt of a world that we live in, right? Yeah. So that's where people get lost when when they have no attachment to anything concrete to go, well, hold on a second. Yeah. You do this thing. You do that thing. Yeah. You've got, and that's the thing. Sometimes even just the kids and whatever isn't enough. It's yeah. like, no, it's, it's what am You've got to have something, eh? Hey? Yeah. yeah, man. You've got to have a passion. Yep. You've got to have a love. And if you, you know, even if you can't love yourself, you've got to find something to love because then the love for yourself comes back, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yep. And that's what I found with the drone way. I mean, I mean, I've suffered mental health for fucking forever, but um, well, since I was 13, 14, I didn't think I was going to live long. Yeah. And that's carried through. And now I'm 49, I think, well, fucking hell. I've lived long. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm living yeah, long. Yeah. And like, you've done fuck. good shit too, man. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh, I'm doing, yeah. yeah, and doing good shit. So, um, and you're looking good, mate, for someone who's had a pretty fucking geez, storied mate. past. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. doing all right. That's the foundation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone to special effects makeup for you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Wow, the drone, on that drone way, money. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's right. Well, this, this actually leads into the perfect wrap up, I'd say, here. We got this final segment that we do called the Gestions. Well, we've got a bunch of, um, predetermined questions we fire off and not even necessarily about anything uh, to do with what we've talked about today. Okay. Um, but it's just but every just guest gets the same question. It's a nice sort of way to wrap it, bring it full circle, have a bit of fucking positivity after a, an hour and a half of some pretty yeah, heavy yeah. shit. So yeah, sweet. if you want to hit him with question number right. one, my man. Question number one, what's your favourite song of all time? Uh, I like Born Free. Yeah, okay, okay yep. Yeah. But again, and not being all fucking sad, I don't know if it's meant to be a short answer, but it will be oh, a short answer. But from 13, and I don't mean it's not poor me or whatever, but 13, 20, I didn't listen to music. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't get into music. Even to this 
Well, there's, you didn't exactly have your fucking discman even in that back yeah. then. Probably. That's right, yeah. exactly right. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't really get into music, and then then the drug addiction didn't get into music, and I find that music really brings me fucking down. I've got to be in a high, I've got to be in a good spirit to yep. listen to music. I'm yep. one of those types. So. Okay. So, but born free, I can, I, I yeah, born free, I like yeah, it. Yeah, nice. Okay. Mm. Is it something where you've found that now it's more accessible to you, like you know? Now that things are going better, that you're starting to kind of grow like an attachment to or liking music more, or it's no. just no, really, no, it's just, just not. I, I haven't got a particular band that I like. Yeah, yeah. I think some bands sing some good songs, like Poison. I like a couple of Poison songs. Yeah, a couple of Guns and Roses. I like fucking James Blunt. Yeah, I like. Uh, you know, I got a variety of songs, but I got again. I got to be in a. If I'm drinking. Fuck yeah, crank yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. crank that shit. If I'm sitting around by myself, nah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned so when you with your driving, is that audiobooks? Is that where you yeah. do a lot of smash the audiobooks, smash yeah. podcasts and audiobooks? Yeah, of yeah. and just mix them up. Podcasts are good, you get an hour, you get a short, quick hit, yeah, or you get a 20 hour book where you just fucking get into it like a movie. See, yeah. I, because I'm a music fanatic, and yet okay. still, I love like driving and just um, music. Podcasts, all this. No, no, like oh, that's no, something like I use. Well, I've always been music, like, yeah, yeah, from, yeah. you know, my dad was just a my dad, there was never not music playing okay. in my house growing up, so yeah. it was just like. Yeah. Such a part of my personality, yeah. But yeah, I still fucking love podcasts. And yeah, I, cool. listen, I just love listening it's to something about a story, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I just love it because, like, obviously, yeah, a real, a real yeah. story. Yeah. Well, me doing comedy as well. I just love hearing comedians talk, whether it's about comedy or just like their their way of thinking about shit that I kind of you know yep. resonate with because yeah, of yeah, my of own brain and how yeah, it works yeah, yeah. in comedy. I just love listening to comedians fucking talk nothingness, and it's like sometimes afterwards I'm like, wow, that offered me. No substance. <laughs> yeah, it's it cool. Yeah, yeah it makes yeah, driving yeah. fucking go yeah. quickly. It does. Yeah. That's what I say to people own, too. You know, as you sit in the corner for five hours, that time's going to drag. Yeah, yeah. you sit in the corner listening to something, you just go. So yeah, that quick. must help you drive so much. Because oh. again, you know, you'd feel like you're you, you just because that's the when when a podcast is done well, you feel like you're in the room with yeah. them. Yeah, and yeah. so if you're getting the feeling of driving across the fucking nullable, which yeah. doesn't exactly have too mm. many things to, to look at, yeah. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're able to get yourself feeling like you're sitting in the room but just not talking oh, back to them. Definitely. I mean, I've the, driven past, say, Nullarbor Roadhouse, listening to a book, a great book. I, I like um, – I can't remember his name. Anyway, we'll get into it. But um, oh, still trying to think. No. But I drove past the Nullarbor Roadhouse and, and then the next um, town uh, roadhouse is 180 k's, right? And I know I'm coming up to the Nullarbor Roadhouse. I'm, I'm right into this book, like fucking focus. It's two in the morning, fucking just right into this book. like. And next minute I see this next roadhouse is 160 Ks. I've just done 40, 50 Ks, gone past the roadhouse yeah, without even sure. like even knowing, just in depth yeah. of this book. And yeah. that's what it can do. It just, I mean, you focus on the road, don't of get me course, wrong. Of course, yeah. 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 Still but that's fucking, an autonomous thing at this stage, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. But whereas the whole like stopping for anything that's on the left or right of you. Yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. Well, I'm going to change question number two here, right? Oh, hey, Actually, hey, I'm going to change no water, it. Mate. There's no okay. uh, No, I'm going to ask a different question. That's oh, never been asked before. Let's just not but I think is more, that is more suitable to like, what's your favourite book of all time? Oh, um... Oh, I wish the wife was here. I can't remember it. Um, oh, what's it called? Oh, I have to look at my phone. Go, go no, for no, you know what? No, 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 no. All bullshit. So my favourite is Mike Tyson. Okay, yeah, right. Like a, the is, that his, is that his own that yep. he wrote? Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. How to spend uh, three hundred million in three years or Fuck, something? I want to read because I just watched the the Listen series that they man. did it's where they did, and it was fucking. He said it was whole, not art, but I was enthralled by yeah. what I found out after the fact was you know a yeah. bullshit series of events. No, but this is the real, the, the untold him, story or yeah, something, whatever wow. it's called. And there's an audio book of it. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely yeah. Love, that. love that. And um, the king was it the king of. Oh, what was his name? Abraham Abraham in King Street. King. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Prince of King Street in Sydney. What's it? King Street? What's it King's called? Cross? King's, King's Cross. King's Cross, yeah. The King of King's Cross or something it's okay. called. Yeah, right. That's really, really. All about the brilliant. underbelly like type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. absolutely. He owned the nightclubs and, you know, all the scene and, you know. Mm. And um, so I like the true story books. Yeah. yeah. But um, my favourite, oh, I can't remember. That's so bad. Power of One. The, uh, the power yes. one uh, about a boxer. It's not real. It's it's not a real story or anything. Um, I don't know the author. I do know the author. I just on the spot. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's yeah, fine. Well, the yeah. power one is yeah. brilliant book. And he, and his and his books go for um, wife's gonna kill me. I can't remember his name. But his books go for like thirty hours. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah. So, so they books. drag on, but they just keep again. You're driving to Perth. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not like you got like shit to do. But Mike Tyson. Absolute. Yeah, I would absolutely very love much. You love it. You love it. If you like yeah. Mike Tyson, even if you don't like him, no, it's it just changes a, it's your just whole. It's crazy. Like he's just one of those people that's just bro. like. And he was so giving. Yeah, like he was so like homeless, but he was giving like fucking gold rings and shit. Like yeah. you know, just he always used to go buy out all the fucking toy stores yeah. and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. like a, a cra- And again, it's just one of those things where you know people. Again, he had a fucked upbringing. Yeah. And then people get their fucking hooks into yeah, you once yeah. they realise that there's a fucking talent a lot of money there. You don't there. know any better because yeah. you're just this fucking, you know, delinquent who's Absolutely. can punch people's fucking box, lights yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and it's just, again, it, it really is a story of how fucked the world is yeah. um, in terms of everyone's yeah. just looking for people for ways to, to be able to use you. Yeah, exactly. To, to benefit them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's it's Should I hit you with question number three? Yeah, go for it. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? The best piece of advice I've been given. Um, fucking hell. Probably just be you. Like, yeah. I think I think I got told that by a police officer. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, who was a um, – he would take me back. He said, be you, but just change a few things. Of like, He was a cricket coach as well. Okay, yeah. cool, yeah. So he's seen that I had a bit of potential. And uh, he said, be you, but you need to change – a few things that you're doing, but just keep being you and stick to bloody playing cricket and get out of this shit. Unfortunately, he was the one that was blown up here in Adelaide. Oh, really? Do you know, remember the one in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Jeff Bowen is his name. Yeah. He, um, the seat, um, in the what, in the police building here. Yeah. He un- and undid a package and got blown up. This is in, oh, in, in yeah. 1995, 96, yeah. wow. something like that. I was in Adelaide watching, I was like, and his photo come, I was like, get up. No, and it was yeah. and it was him. So yeah, just be you. Yeah. I think I it's like probably that. because um otherwise there wasn't too much advice. advice. Yeah. There really yeah. was. Like you said, you know, what we were just saying about how again, you know, the people that have been like, oh, with your content or whatever, and you're like, no, I'm just gonna fucking be me. Yeah, and yeah. either people are gonna want to come along for that journey. Yeah, that's right. But I'm gonna enjoy it because I or I'm getting to be authentic. Exactly in, right. In if I lose ten followers on the way, I'm gonna gain a hundred. Exactly. Like because from being people, me. As I said, the world is lacking. What I guess what we try to shine through on this podcast as much as possible is just authenticity. Yeah. And try to be us, uh, you know, as much as we possibly can because Either people are going to like that or they're fucking not. That's right. But if I'm yeah. here being a fucking 
radio host trying to be, you know. Mm. Being something you're not. Yeah, right. like, you know, trying to get Robotic people bullshit yeah. on something that's fucking. And people see real. straight through that oh, shit. yeah. And I wouldn't no. have 106,000 followers if I was like that. No, yeah. that's I just, right. Exactly. I, just, I mean, the thing is, oh, this is the thing that stands out for me, is that there's plenty of other photo pages that are going yeah, around that take great photos. But yeah. you stand out because of that authenticity, because yeah. of the reason that you do it. And. Um, and that it is obviously. I mean, you found a niche, as you said. Not yeah. every truck driver is out there fucking no. with yeah. a four thousand dollar drone, and also able to. And you said on the Young Blood podcast as well about how, like, you know, you turned uh, your negative, obses- obsessive uh, personality and, and addictive personality, and you went and sought self taught through YouTube yeah. uh, videos how to edit, how mm. to you know Hours. do all of the stuff, Hours. how to get the right photos, mm. the lighting, and everything. So. You know, you took something that was a negative in mm. a large part of your life and went, fuck it, I'm And that gets go. back to someone, you've got to have something that you love yeah, and passionate about in your life. You And you, and I think it's so important for everyone to have something like that. Yeah. And that did that come into a stage of my life where I needed it. So all my focus went on it. And I just fucking channeled in and it was on YouTube, Google. Like wanted, I just wanted to improve, 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 yeah. and improve myself while I was taking better – Better photos. Like, yeah. so I look back to that first photo I was like, I don't fucking way I'd post that now. Like, yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But um, so, yeah, it is, yeah, 100%. Mm. That's Love awesome, it. man. Well, uh, question number four, which I think is a perfect thing. What is uh, something that you're grateful for today? Oh, what I'm grateful for? The love from my kids and um, love from my partner and my partner sticking out with me through good and bad and yeah. – um, and just the people that are um, surrounded. It's only a small. I'm only in a real small. I again, I struggle again still with mental health, and I just isolate myself from everyone. But I can talk to my partner. I can talk to my daughters if you know they know when they ring me and ask. If, okay, I'm just grateful for the little thing. You know, grateful for the little things in life rather than the yeah. big shit. Now it's just I'm um, yeah. just grateful. I'm grateful to be alive. Awesome, yeah, man. I like that. Yeah, we absolutely, you know, there's plenty of times, as you said, that you may Mm. not have been. So definitely, I'm glad that you are here, mate, and that you're um, doing such amazing work and that you found some some real good happiness in your life, man. You you absolutely deserve it with everything that you've been through. And and I appreciate, again, you know, people don't, it's not easy coming and having and having the kind of conversation that you've just had. It's not. Um, it takes and energy. it takes, yeah, it's mm. it's energy. You have to relive the stuff. Anxiety all day. Yeah. I won't even lie. Like, it's just like, and it's not. You know, you're just coming to be you. Yeah, you know that, but you just—it's still—it's still there. It's yeah. still like fucking hell. So I just really wanted to, I guess, thank you, you know, specifically for that because I know it's not easy, mm. and um, but it is important. And yeah, it is. Important. I know that there will be someone listening to this that's going to take something from many of the things that you've said, at least one. You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and that's what. And that so makes important. worth sitting around an hour and a half, three good fellas having a chat worth yeah. it. Yeah, it? because mm. it, that's the thing is that this just hasn't happened for mm. generations. Yeah. You know, three blokes being this raw and honest about yeah. their own experiences or whatever just didn't exist. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you would have been labelled a fucking pussy or a whatever yeah. for being like, you know, I struggle with mental. The fact exactly that we can right. say, you can say that mm. as many times as you have mm. so easily yeah. is mm. a sign of, you know, how Things much growth change, you've yeah. had. But like, yeah. I mean, my dad would have never fucking said that. No, exactly, exactly. That, you know? And so, I don't care now. I don't care what people think. You know, yeah. if they want to call you a pussy or whatever. They're the ones that are going to get called out these days. Exactly, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, they're the ones that are struggling yeah, so fucking. Yeah, that's right. Know, they've got their own fucking demons. Again, they're on yeah. the fucking cans yeah. every single day mm. because 
the idea of ever admitting, hey, I'm not coping is yep. fucking so foreign Absolutely. to them. So hiding behind a fake name on fucking TikTokers with yeah. you know. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. You know, so um I just yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time out on multiple occasions to to tell everyone your story and it is a it's a compelling story and it's so important no. because you know, there's plenty of people, as I said, that have endured some part of what you're oh, that, what yeah, you've definitely. gone through. Yeah. Whether it's the the family complete in fucking turmoil, whether it's the homelessness, whether it's the addiction, yeah. I mean fuck. You've got the bloody Yahtzee of, of yeah, um, childhood traumas. <laughs> um, so I appreciate yeah. it. But on that note, right. there is one final question, one question. And this is the all important. This is what okay. everyone comes here for. Hit him with it, my man. All right. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? And why? <gasps> oh, fucking hell. That <laughs> <laughs> was an expect. I actually have heard you say this one before. I have. Um, one duck-sized horse or a hundred horse-sized ducks? No, 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 one horse-sized duck, so one big duck. One big duck, duck or a hundred little horses. horses. Now, got, so this is ah. someone who's got some horse yeah. expertise yeah, here. I reckon I, I'd go the little horses. I reckon <laughs> I could tame those little fuckers. Yeah. Oh, he's going to tame them. He's going to be the horse whisperer. The horse whisperer, mate. No, he's just going to, like, farm it out to the missus. Yeah. Like, That's right. Hey, um, I'm just I'm, – I'm heading <laughs> off, but – yeah. yeah, there's a hundred horses out here that you've got to do. They're only small, and they're yeah. pretty mad. <laughs> Imagine the drone shot going around a hundred horses, like stampeding through another ball. Yeah, like, oh, they're only right. like this big. Yeah, like, oh wow, that's cool. cool. Yeah, now I'd go the little horses. They're little probably horses. a bit safer than a. a <laughs> um, I've duck. got <laughs> I've got one extra question for you before yeah. we before we wrap it up. Sweet favorite photo or like place or whatever that you've ever taken. Something that just sticks out as like oh, this was just. Absolutely fucking amazing. We were driving, left the border village. It was partner's turn to take over driving. I seen the clouds in the sky and I was at the stage of, this was a couple of years ago, but by far the best photo I think I've taken. And I um, was starting to get to this point of like, I could see when it's going to be a good sunset or whatever with the cloud formations and all that sort of stuff. And it was only like four o'clock, five o'clock in the evening. I was going to bed and you got to sleep. You got to go to bed. I can't stay up for the fucking sunset. Mm. And um, I said to me, if it's, Starting to pinking up a bit and the clouds are going a bit red. Fucking wake me up. She's like, Ben, pull over. Well, this is like seven o'clock or something. I've just stuck the head out the curtain. I was like, fuck. Got out there. So I was on the Nullarbor airstrip. It's an airstrip where they used to Royal Flying Doctors come in. Yeah. Okay. It's right next to the Bunda Cliffs. Um, blowing a gale. It was blowing a gale, so no good for the drone. I was like, fuck, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do here? And I um, walked over with the drone put it on the ground in the middle of the road with the white line, the reflection of the sun in the trailers and everything, just magnificent. So it's not even, my favourite photo isn't even a isn't fucking even a sky. drone shot wow. in the sky. Yeah, wow. But it's the most popular picture I've put on the droneway. Yeah. I, I've posted it every year because yeah, you want to thrash it. Yeah, cool. But, cool. Um, but I get people that, that said that they've driven um, for a living around Australia for two years taking photos of trucks and never, ever got close to something like it. Yeah. Wow. Like, so it's, um, that's my favourite. Send it to us and we'll put yeah. that in. Yeah. It's in the, in the episode right there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, now, uh, obviously you were meant to bring us a couple of your calendars tonight, yes. but you're going to yeah. drop them off to me and I'll, I'll yep. fix you up for them in a minute. But yeah. um, plug, plug your stuff. What have yeah. you got going on? What can um, people- so you've got, yeah, T-shirts, hoodies, stubby holders, Prints, do our own framing. I've got a fella, um, my best mate, who um, we went out and bought all the framing machinery and all that sort of stuff. So we do all our framings. And um, calendars that um, – and I, I haven't got a percentage of what I give. So the bank gets up to 
five grand. I'll just unleash on a few charities here, there, there, and just, you know what, just people of freedom. I don't even know. I've, and I'm not being a part of the time, but this is why your money goes, people. It was like I've been watching TikTok live the other day. There's a chick there. She's done it hard. You, you know, you, you just know when someone's done it hard, right? Yeah. I mean, you can just look. She's done it hard. She's drug free. Well, she's saying she's drug free. She looked drug free to me. Yeah. She looked genuine. She's got a single mum, daughter, rah, rah, no air conditioning in the car. So, and I wasn't even involved in the live. I was just watching because I got in, intrigued in the story that she was talking to someone else about. And she's like, um, oh, you know, the air conditioning in my car is fucking shit itself. Luckily the weather's cold, rah, rah. me and the daughter, you know, we've got to get to place, rah. And I was like, that's fucking bullshit. Like mm. air conditioning, it's just basic fucking thing like yeah. that. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, it's 800 bucks to get fixed. I just got to wait. It's all good. I'll get it done right. She wasn't asking for money. She wasn't. She didn't even know I was there. She didn't even know who I yeah, was, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I jumped in on the live and said, um, flick me a message. We'll get this sorted sort of thing. And um, so just just random shit like that. So I, I, I haven't got like 50% of sales goes there. Or 50 no, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. I'm not, I'm it's not that so organized. Yeah, no, that's right. I'm really yeah, not. So yeah, but it frees yeah. you up to again be able to do things because if you just like dedicated it to something in one one stream, yeah. it doesn't allow you to do those things where it's yeah, like spontaneous. I'm able it's to spreading the love, to, eh? to just yeah. do this. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so is there the is it the website? What's the website? What what's the web link? Yep, www.thedroneway.com.au. Yeah, that's the same handle for all your social medias. Perfect. The Drone Way. Yeah. Well, again, man, thank you so much for coming on. Absolute pleasure. Pleasure and love talking to a couple good blokes so it's uh you didn't yeah it wasn't awkward you're brilliant and i've watched Love this before man. so i knew what i was in for i knew you're a legend so thank you man we were trying to make it as again even, yeah. especially when you're having these hard conversations you still want to try and make it as accessible as possible and you know again i gave you a bit of my own story that i haven't yeah. even really talked about on the pod before which is another win and, isn't it like exactly. you know yeah. it's, it's yeah. getting it out um, that's something that you've also talked about too, yeah because you know, I, I always wanted to and again yeah. it was only pushback sorry from from the missus and yeah. again you know I'd, it wasn't something that i really wanted to go into with the parents but like i just think it's super important and yeah you know for people to hear that even my own journey and go fuck like i wouldn't have thought that that's a, that, a and that's what you get story. a lot of is like fuck i wouldn't have thought that you were there that, that yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. And i do like you know i try to i tell a lot of people in my life that i'm close to like well that didn't know me at that time because mm. I do, it is a part of my history and it's yeah. you know and I, and I think about why I got to that point and all of those things because you know I just want to help people yeah. and so yeah I can't sit here and go um I don't understand what it's like to have addictions or to to have these you know mental battles and to be doing these things for the most fucked up reasons yeah um and or trying to tell people oh this is why I think you're doing that and they yeah. go we have no fucking idea what I'm talking about well, my, right. but I actually do I've, you know I've been around it and I'm lucky to so we've only lost, you know, that ch- little chunk of my time and being able to see what was happening around me and get myself the fuck out of it so that Definitely. I kept my brain and everything else intact. Um, and someone's going to listen more if it's coming from someone that's been there and done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they're going to appreciate it more and respect it more. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I find as well is that people are actually going to respect it because I'm talking from the heart as you did today. Yeah. You know, you, you, and you talk from the heart and, and talk from where you've been and what you've done. People re- Appreciate that shit. I really do. Man. Absolutely. Well, Ben, thank you so much, mate. Thanks for yeah. coming on. Absolute pleasure. Been chatting. an absolute pleasure. Uh, yeah. And we'll let you go. Take Job care. done. Thank you very much. Peace Brilliant. Out.